0: DC.
1: In the middle of a game, mm-hmm. kind of, well, we were, but I have a feeling we are going to get sidetracked. It's called Guess the Race, where you, we give you the headline of a story, and you have to guess if it was a white person, black person, Asian person. Very easy game. We got all sorts of prizes to give away, and uh, the first one was a castration, sports, yes. trash-talking related situation. Dubs, you teased one before the break. Give me the headline again. All right. This is actual, the actual
2: headline from the Minnesota paper. Minnesota man claims he took drugs and had relations with Barack Obama in 1999. <laughs> Guess the race of the
1: man who had relations with Barack Obama. I didn't know you had this story. And, uh all right, Let, let's go to a, uh, we'll go to, I, let's see if Danny is still there, if Danny's been hating, hanging patiently. Danny, you there, man? Well on. Danny, line three. Danny, you h- Danny. Yes, ah, there you go. All right. Did you hear the headline? Dubs will give it one more time to understand the game.
3: Yes, sir. I do.
1: Right. A Minnesota man
2: claims he took drugs and had relations with Barack Obama in 1999.
3: Guess the race. It's gotta be a brother.
2: Dubs,
1: was this on the DL?
2: I'm sorry.
1: No, <laughs> no, not I, a brother. Don't give it away, then. We'll go to a next caller because the lines are packed. I'm sorry about that, Danny. Let's go to... We don't have to keep playing black and white. <laughs> black or white. I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Jason on line one. Brothers off the board on Guess the Race, and then we'll get the details of this stupid story that I have a feeling is a setup. Uh, Jason, Guess the Race on this headline.
0: What's
1: up? Hey, what do you got, man? Uh
3: I'm going to say a black guy.
1: All right, we just said black guys no, off the board, so no sorry. Guy. Jason on line one, no, not paying attention. Uh 1067 Now that's interesting. Now, first of all, this is alleged. I don't know that this is true. But secondly he's claiming. But secondly, it is interesting that all the people think that Barack would stick to his quote to half his race, I guess. Well what I'm gonna do, I'm going to
2: Throw the allegedly out the window No, because, I, no, it, no, no, because no. it doesn't matter to me if he did or didn't.
1: It, it's a non-story to me if oh. he did or didn't. So I'm gonna say no, no, because it matters to CBS. Oh. So Dan Mason may have something to say about that. Let's go to John on line four. You're in the high Stop it with the stop it with the music. Cut the music off. John, are you ready? Yes, sir. Guess the race on this alleged story of Barack Obama. I have to go with
4: a whitey.
2: That is correct. A white guy is the Minnesota man that claims he had drugs. Uh, he took drugs and had relations with Barack Obama right. in 1999.
1: Congratulations, dude. Hold on. Everyone on the line, stay there. We'll play this game. All right, what is this? Alright, well, this man, he uh, he says that uh, the
2: Obama campaign... What's his name? Is he actually have a Larry name? Larry Sinclair. Larry Sinclair is the man's name. He said everybody's been trying to suppress the story, not let you know, uh, it out. So he put a YouTube video out. Uh,
1: claiming what he's claimed. And, well, here's the YouTube video. Right, right this here. is an actual YouTube video? How many okay. do you, Uh, I like, you just hand me the story. I want to see how many hits it's gotten or how many times it's been played. Uh, I'm not sure. Over half a million views already. But he's claiming that it's been largely ignored by the news
0: media. Yes.
1: And it still is, because the hideout isn't the news media. Actually, I heard this this morning on Opie and Anthony. Okay. Alrighty. Used to be here on mid-morning, mm-hmm. still part of the CBS family. Very good. Uh Alright, uh, this is the YouTube video of the guy.
4: Hi, my name is Larry Sinclair. Okay, pause. I'm on. making this video. <laughs> uh, I don't believe it. Why? Because
1: he's too effeminate. And I don't think Barack Obama would be with a boy, really effeminate guy. What, he wants a masculine dude? No, think I, think, I think if he were to do it, it would be more like doodly. No. I think it'd be, like, very angry. This proves Almost that
2: Almost like MMA. This proves that Barack Obama's not gay, and if he has done this, you know, he still likes a soft Stop. kind of guy. All right. Again, if he, alleged... If he is into it.
4: So I said, if he's into it. I'm posting it on YouTube. Because of an incident involving myself and Senator Barack Obama between November 3rd and November 8th of 1999 in the Chicago, Illinois area. The mainstream media and Obama himself has done greatly to prevent this story from becoming public. During those time periods in 1999, I met Obama at an upscale lounge in Chicago, Illinois. After having a few drinks, Obama and I left in my limo Began to do. Right, hold on a second. He's a white he's,
1: dude? What does he look like? Um, he's got a
2: 5 o'clock sh- He's very doughy. A 5 o'clock shadow. Um, right, now He's that wearing a, a cap. I can bring up the video.
1: Now that you mention him, he, he kind of sounds like that guy. Remember that video that was going around online of, it's real to me, damn it. Yes. Uh, the guy that was at a wrestling event and he started crying. Of um, We may even have that clip somewhere. All right, I got to see images of this dude, this Larry Sinclair, to see if this is something that, I don't know, man. All right, anyway, play, the, play the YouTube video until I continue to uh, find one of oh, these Oh, you're images. looking over there? Yeah, I'm looking right. for it. I got a computer. I know how to operate it.
4: Mr. Obama acquired powder cocaine for my use, crack cocaine for his use. I performed on Senator Obama, who at the time was a state representative for the state of Illinois. Mr. Obama knows these allegations to be true. I'm challenging Mr. Obama to come forth, be honest, stop (laughs) claiming that his drug use is limited to his teenage years. 1999, you weren't a teenager. 1999, you were state representative for the people of the state of Illinois. 1999, I performed on you in the back of my limo, as well as in my hotel room in Gurney, Illinois, two days later. If you challenge this the authenticity of this allegation I challenge you to take a polygraph test as I will submit to as well. These allegations are true and need to be told to the public. Let the public des- decide whether Mr. Obama is being forthright and honest. Thank you. Convincing? No,
1: not I don't believe it, dude. I don't believe In fact, I'm already I'm as I Google this guy's name I'm already finding that he uh, he was shown to have deception whenever he, whenever he took his polygraph test. He's already taking the polygraph. I've known. I know that uh,
2: WhiteHouse.com uh, has. Oh, uh, dude! I found him. Offered ten thousand dollars for the polygraph and a hundred thousand if he passes it.
1: <laughs> he is a doughy bastard. No way, dude! No way that well, Brock it, did it, this. It, it was eight years ago. This guy could have Doesn't been very matter. spelt back then. People let themselves go. You know about that. I don't at all. I'm in great shape. Okay, it's had nearly 750,000 views so far. <laughs> I can't even name some of these that, uh, that he talked about. I don't believe it. It's got to be a bit. Why? And how dare you bring this up in the middle of a game when we're talking news headlines, dude? This is a news headline. Absolutely is. You don't believe it? Not at all. Why not? Does it matter to you if, we, if it did happen? Well, now he definitely has my vote, but that's regardless of the matter. Do Listen, I? This isn't a shoot.
2: I. Do this is a shoot, or it isn't. Isn't. Okay. I do believe, or this is a shoot. Sorry, I do believe that he believes it. That Larry Sinclair believes it.
1: Right. I do think, think he's, he's convinced. Just, do you think he just saw? um like Ernie Banks in Chicago in 99 and just assumed, like, oh, they all look the same. You know, that's his bit. That's his angle. He just thought it was Obama. There's no way. And how dare you bring this up? A man, the man is running for president. Do you think it would matter? Do you think I'm it'd... sure it would matter. It doesn't matter to me. What do you think is more damning, his preacher or the fact that he may have gotten treats from a dude? I still think the preacher's worse. I, I think the preacher will have more of an effect. I right, Paul wants to play the game. We'll get back to the game in a second, but I do want to talk to Paul on line three because he wants to comment on this Obama thing. Paul, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey,
3: what's up, guys? What do you got? Oh, I, I love hearing you
5: guys uh, on the weeknights. This is awesome.
1: Thank you. Bang the monkey. Go ahead. What were you going to say about Obama? You, you, you Yeah, t- hey,
5: I totally believe uh, this guy because Obama is a giver and... He, he's not gonna like, he's not gonna like, uh, you know, search out some guy that looks like Brad Pitt doesn't need any help. He's totally gonna go out and find, uh, yeah. you know, some downtrodden guy that he can help. I hope, you know? I and Paul. That's, that's what Obama thinks. He's like, oh, this guy needs some help. I'm really gonna give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Paul,
1: hold, uh, you're a winner regardless. You don't have to yeah. play the game because you brought it with a good phone call. Hang tight, Paul. Take line. your uh, yeah.
2: Take your pick of a prize. Uh, we have the on DVD, uh, Hooters we, gift card. We
1: did enough plugs.
2: Eight hundred six. Screen passes to my brother is my only child or is
1: an only child. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. That is true. Obama is a uniter. Mm-hmm. And I, t- <laughs> I. They united. Yeah. yeah yeah, absolutely here's the other interesting thing about this like (laughs) i can't get over what he was saying um
4: hi my name is larry sinclair he's kind of right Making this video and posting it on youtube because
1: you you think to yourself here's what i'm gonna do if i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna stray whether it's with a dude or a chick you're gonna find the homely one yeah because the the homely one's grateful and grateful, and you can just play
2: it off as, come on, do you actually believe that? Why would I do that? Think of every... Why would I do
1: Larry Sinclair Right? Oh, on no. Barack damn Obama? All right, now, hold on. Let me say this, though. The one time that I had a threesome with two fat girls, and I regretted it. Oh, my God. It was so hideous. Uh, I think it was Larry Sinclair with panties on that you hooked up with. It really could have been. <laughs> the as soon as i um, did my thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it was a similar act to what happened with obama allegedly in this guy i immediately get up and leave like immediately cuz i'm so oh, yeah. cuz i'm so full of shame okay but i'm like well i did you guys a favor <laughs> so turns out i leave my hat in the in the in the room and these fat bitches won't give it back because then they want to hold it literally over my head. Like to, leave it. Like as proof.
2: Leave it. Leave it behind. Sometimes, you know, there's a sniper out there shooting the soldiers down. Yeah, you go back out there, you're going to get ca- uh, caught in the crossfire. You
1: need to just leave it. All right, we got to move on with the game. But I do want to – well, maybe we'll talk about this again toward the end of the show uh, when the lawyers aren't listening. 800-636-1067. You, uh, you got another one for, uh, for yeah. Guess the Race, J-Dubs? <laughs> Uh let's let's do another one of these for Guest the Race. We'll get let me see who we have on the line here. Uh <laughs> seriously, don't need the music. Cut the music off. Cut the music off. Duke. Is Duke there on line too still or is is he still around? Uh, Duke, you there? Yeah. Alright, you huh. ready? You ready to play? Understand how the game works. Guess the race, we'll give you a headline. Yeah, you yes, I do. Alright, Duke, here we go. Here is Jay J-Dubs. It's El Jefe, it's the hideout in for a sick Jim Rum. Go ahead, dubs.
2: All right. Child molester claims that he was molested as a child by Bigfoot. <laughs> guess the race.
1: Is that what they call Larry Sinclair? Uh, Duke, guess the race. And this is. A uh, story. I'll say a white guy. White guy, you are correct. Congratulations, Duke. Uh, hold on. We'll give you your choice of prizes. All right. This one is a, a
2: Virginia story. Uh, It's Prince Williams County. Yeah, Prince William County, okay. And uh, molester claims he was a victim of Bigfoot molestation. Uh, Yeah, he uh, he was busted for child porn, internet child porn and a big sting. And his defense was, hey, I messed up as a kid. I was molested by Bigfoot. (laughs) He told this to the interrogating officers. He said this in front of the court. He's sticking to the
1: Bigfoot molested story. If you're a judge, do you have a copy of that in front of you yeah. so I can have that one? If you're a judge, how do you not laugh? Like, how are you not sitting there and saying, oh, really? Did Loch Ness Monster bully you as a kid, too? What's I his name? I, I Terrence Patton.
2: He really doesn't want to go to oh, prison. That's a defense attorney. He really doesn't want to go to prison because he's afraid uh, the abominable snowman's going to prison rape him. And that's really nothing he wants a part of.
1: Uh, Wow. All right. Listen, it's a fantastic defense, and it works on a number of different levels. And I'm wondering if it was Bigfoot that molested him or Hefe in beach attire. I'm wondering. Dude, that's not cool. I'm Harry. What? I'm thinking about converting to Islam, so I now have a reason to constantly shave myself down. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Al Hefe and j
0: Mix Mixtape.
1: All right, Chunks, did you call the Freddy Krueger Dead Time Stories phone number? Does it work? Uh, yeah, actually, it does. <laughs> From 1989, <laughs> they still have it up. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't turn into some sort of a sex line yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, play the commercial again real quick. All right. is
5: on your phone. Dial this number down. I've got some tales to tell. Freddy's favorite bedtime Stories.
0: <laughs> Dead Time Stories, all brand new.
1: <laughs> all brand new? Not really. I mean, nineteen eighty nine. They were all brand new. alright dubs, you have the number over there, don't you? Yeah. You want, you want to come over here and dial it? Yeah. Uh, come on over. Do you want to hear a scary story?
2: Welcome to the Freddy horror scary story hotline. This will cost you two ninety nine a man. Doesn't sound a scary. Sad. Story goes like this: There was a young boy
5: walking in the woods. I <laughs> he was walking in the woods he came up by an old house in that old house he walked in there walked into the bedroom a bedroom of nightmares when I saw that boy in that bedroom I kissed him on the mouth
0: what? what? Uh,
5: so straight.
0: paying okay, two ninety
1: nine a minute. That is a scary
0: story. What a rip
1: off! That was a scary story. I guess, man. I just said it was still working. I didn't. I didn't stick around and see uh, the caliber of stories you're gonna tell that's, that's a little disturbing.
2: What the hell was that? A little boy walks into a room and he, Freddy Krueger kisses him on the
1: mouth. What the hell? I right, come over, come dial here, again.
2: Here, here, I'll give you the number.
1: All right, let me see the phone number. Give me the sheet. All right, because yeah, a lot of times they'll rotate the stories. All right, so hold like, on. if you call back, you might get a different one. All right, hold on a second. Is he, like, gay or something? Or <laughs> okay, like... it's uh, it's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1.
4: I don't know. I think maybe it did turn into a sex hotline.
0: <laughs> it <laughs>
1: sounds I... it sounds like it did. What is this? Oh. All right, hold on. I got it. Yeah. Right, I'm going to try one more time. Hold yeah. on a second. Here's another yeah. <laughs> What's <is> going on? <laughs> Sure. Gay? I guess. Uh, did he? Was he playing? With... Is this the Gomer hotline? <laughs> what like, is I that? Had, I heard playing with
3: like nipples or something. <laughs> he found a young boy and played with his nipples. <laughs> what
0: is
1: this, man? <laughs> Those are the scary stories. I mean, it's awful. Right, you know what? And Catherine is going to be pissed that we spent nine bucks for that this content. Barely. <laughs> uh, that. 407 916 1041 888 978 John, you're
0: in the hideout on radio. What do you got, John? What's up, fellas? Yo. So, Sounds like
5: uh, Freddie went a little nightmo on Elm Street.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> nightmo on Elm Street.
2: <laughs> I'm not afraid of Freddie anymore. That's all I saw him. You want a date with him. <laughs> Is he gay or
1: like. What now? Freddie can't be gay. But the, he's being <laughs> all gay with like the man, the old man. He grabbed. His naughty bit. <laughs> uh, what's this website you were talking about where you got the Freddy Krueger stuff? Um,
2: x Wait, it's x entertainmentcom Uh, and the commercials up there for it, and the uh, the phone number is on the commercial. All right. If you want to spend two ninety nine a minute,
1: it we just we just spent nine bucks for you. Do we got Did we at least roll tape on those? Maybe we can play them back at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can go into the archiver right, uh, go, during the break
1: if go, you want. Yeah, go grab them and isolate them if you would. All right. A hideout.
0: With LFA and J-Tops. hideout. With LFA and J-Tops.
1: <laughs> Mixtape.
0: It's a hot hip-hop fashion
3: trend. You, you know what it is. It's a hideout. Blink,
4: blink, homeboy. Step back. I might blind yeah. hideout. Back in the hideout, phase.
1: WJFK, Hefe and Dubs, wrapping it up. Join us,
2: 800-636-1067, or on the AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back where it all started. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In Washington, D.C., and WJFK. a lot of fun. I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. Hi. Slowing the show down now. Crawling to the end. As we always like to do. Mm-hmm. Started out with the sports quick hitters, did the hideout headlines, played a game show, guessed the race, and then had the interview with Mike Stark. I hope everyone finds that as fascinating as we do. like I, You wonder, because part of it is either you love or you hate Bill O'Reilly. Very few people just they are like, eh, you know, some people are because they, mm-hmm. they see through what he is. And, you know, they just
2: don't care about, you know, politics or uh uh, right wing or radio in general, right? You know, but you know, but uh, I, I think for the most part he's pretty polarizing, yeah. and uh, that's just fun to talk about. I love when just some regular guy decides, you know, I'm going to be somebody. I'm yeah, going to exactly. go. I'm going to go out there, and I'm just going to mess
1: with this guy. See how far I can take it. And he's taking it pretty far, right? Made a name for himself, and uh, next time he's on Alberman, he's going to drop the hideout name. <laughs> we could use a little pub, my man. I'm Not Overman, but, uh, uh, Hannity. Oh, but doesn't he go on Overman sometimes in countdown? Yeah, if you go on Hannity, drop the name too. We're down for the publicity. Yeah. 800-636-1067. Post-show podcast, you can download that on hideoutradio.com. Tonight we're going to actually have a guest on it, uh, dcrtv.com, Dave, and yes. his media blog. If you're into radio and stuff, then, uh, definitely, uh, check that out as well. Dubs, during the uh, last segment of the show, we'd just like to talk about us and what's mm-hmm. going on and, uh, you know, whatever you got, too, uh, as well. And when we are driving into the uh, station today, we stopped off at a gas station. Yeah. And I go into the bathroom. To, well, it
2: started off like this. Uh, we went in there, went over to the cooler. And there was a hellacious funk yeah, in the place. Yeah, I thought it was like
1: bad milk. Bad milk, it was just it smelled like something either spoiled or dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, we get our, our energy drinks and our water, and I go to the restroom to take a leak. And I look, and there, in like on the floor, are soiled tidy whities Surrounded by soiled toilet paper. Come on, guys! It was, it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with because listen, all of us. Did in- you still use the bathroom? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, oh,
2: I, I, just I walk into one why. of those situations, I just walk right back out. Dude, it was
1: so bad that I had to go at a gas <laughs> station, so I wasn't going to hold it just because someone left their underwear there because uh, they had an accident. Now listen, we've all had accidents before. I've had an accident to a situation where, <laughs> where I. uh I lost uh, control of my bowels while watching an All-Star game. I remember this. I was watching a uh, a baseball All-Star game. I'm laying there. I'm excited. I think it was Pudge Rodriguez's first All-Star game ever, and he was my hero growing up. I was so stoked. I farted, and, well, I had an accident. And so you know i was horrified you go you jump in the shower you don't know what to do with the underwear you could wash them but you just end up throwing them away in yeah, shame
2: yeah i I've, I've i've had that before too not where i've had an accident they've just gotten really old and ratty and uh you know had their marks on them um
1: what i feel but, sorry for though is the girl's going to have to go in there and clean that up yeah
2: well i was going to bring up also uh this is this a uh, common trend in your family because <laughs> I remember you telling me a story on how you and your dad were sitting in, uh, in uh, uh, drive-through a drive-thru well. and uh, you guys were breaking wind, the both of you. Yeah, and, like a
1: contest. Yeah,
2: and he ended up uh, going too far with it and uh, messed himself and got very upset, skipped the drive all altogether and drove home in silence.
1: Yeah. but I Silence start- and anger. Yeah. I started laughing because it was funny. Mm-hmm. And, he, and sometimes you know what your pops. Yeah, well, it,
2: yeah, he'll give you he'll give you that look or that tone, and right. you know it's time to stop.
1: And he gave me that death glare, and I was like, oh, dude, all right, I thought we were having fun. <laughs> I thought it was even funnier because, you, you know, you messed yourself, but I'll sit here, and I guess I won't eat dinner because you can't control your bowels, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, you guys said uh, he didn't even grab the food he paid for. He just drove off. <laughs> Did. It was the funniest thing. And he's like, don't ever tell anybody about this. <laughs> now you're on the
0: radio just yeah, barking it. Well, and
1: I've told the story everywhere in every market that we are. But again, it's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK, FN Dubs, 800-636-1067. You had a, yeah, I had a kind of a revelation-type experience this
2: week. Uh, we have a, a grocery store out here called Publix. And I went to the grocery big store. They're
1: real By to, the way, for those of you that don't know, we stay down here, people are always kind of mm-hmm. tuning in. Uh, we're doing the show live on WJFK, and it sounds like we're in studio in Fairfax, but we're actually in Tampa. And mm-hmm. I'd like to be uh, you know, honest with you guys. We're doing the show from Tampa. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and
2: uh, so I was in the grocery store, and it was like their big food tasting day where all these little booths are set up, uh, and people stop by, eat their little pieces of head meat or cheese or whatever they have sitting out here. And it was a pain in the ass because all the people are stopped at these little, you know, little places and blocking the lanes. So uh, I'm standing there observing a lot of this stuff going on. And a lot of couples shopping together, grocery shopping together. I have it on my list to do with my girlfriend tomorrow. And uh, I realized while sitting there watching all this, I never want to be in a relationship again. With a woman? With a woman or anybody. <laughs>
1: What is it that, uh what, uh, just going to the grocery store made you say, I'm giving up on chicks? I'm not, not giving
2: up on chicks. Not I'm giving to, up on relationships. It sounds like to me. I'm giving up on relationships. And uh, the reason is because these guys were standing there eating their, you know, free little cube of cheese and the joy on their face. <laughs> that was the highlight of their day. Right. Getting that little slice of cheese that their wife won't let them buy because it binds them up. Uh, is their little slice of joy for the week, and they're gonna go home saying, You know what? I had to, uh, hang out with this miserable bitch all day, but at least I got a free little dice of cheese.
1: So, in your relationship with, that you were in earlier with your girlfriend of what, five plus years, mm-hmm. was that your, yes. that was your joy at time when you got to get
2: free stuff from University Costco? Yes. When I went to Costco and I got to, uh, sample some free foods, I was so happy with that. And I I haven't felt that joy from something that small in a long time because it doesn't matter to me anymore. I don't care about... I I skip over those little kiosks now because it's not that big of a deal to me anymore. But when you're married... Yeah, getting a little little strange when you're in a relationship, even if it's food. Getting some strange food is something very exciting to you. And yeah, just the sheer terror of their normal life and that little joy they got made them so happy that proved to me the contrast of how unhappy that they are normally if that makes them happy
1: maybe they just enjoy food i'm sure they do but they enjoy it way too much because they're they're miserable
2: 99.9 percent of the time
1: so you're never going to be in a relationship with a woman again because here's the thing dubs is in a relationship for five years mm-hmm. she left him for another man mm-hmm and you feel like you're completely scarred by that? You scarred? hate women? Well, I, I've never Do been a big fan of them. Did you feel inadequate when she <laughs> left you? What would you say? I've never been a big fan of them. I think that
2: they are mostly um, annoyances. Say. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I was a little bit scarred. And just, uh, it, was, it was an awakening.
1: We are we are roommates. Dubs mm-hmm. and I and my girlfriend and all of our animals. Well, I came home and I told you guys about this. And you're like... It ain't that
2: bad. We're happy. I just looked at you guys.
1: And that's what I was going to ask. Do you hate us when you no.
2: see us snuggling on the couch? No, because I know the truth.
1: What's I know the what truth?
2: No one's happy there.
1: Oh, we yeah. are. We're ecstatic
0: with no, each keep other. Keep on telling
1: me that. Yeah, keep on we saying We love it. each if, other. If you say it enough, it makes it true, right? You, when you see us snuggling on the couch, you don't think, man, I missed that with my nope. girlfriend. Nope. I like having a whole couch to myself and not sharing
2: half that thing and being all hot. Ugh. right now your dog kicks you off of your twin bed yes because I like my space I I always wanted to leave the bed when I was uh, with my ex but I couldn't because I didn't want to hurt her feelings I don't have to worry about hurting my dog's feelings I can leave the, cou- the uh, couch or bed and uh, my dog's fine with it she's not going to bitch at me the next day ask me why I went and slept on the couch so you really are done with chicks huh right now yeah
1: not done with chicks,
2: done Don't with it relationships.
1: Sounds to me, done with relationships. It sounds to me like you're into dong. No, I'm Because everything the that dong. you're saying is, I hate women, I hate this, I'm I hate fun- relationships, I hate the uh, the misery so that you're they bring you. looking for a nice bathroom stall. No, no, I'm not looking. For,
2: I'm not looking for a uh, a hole drilled inside of a bathroom stall. I'm not looking for... Why
1: aren't you? Why wouldn't you? I think that's actually something... I'm not looking, but if I stumble upon one, I'm not going to say I'm going to turn it down. I really feel bad for you. Like, this chick really ran a number on you. Because I know you... I I never liked her, and I knew you weren't happy, and I was glad you broke up with her. But do you feel like she soured you to all women? You remember me before the relationship. I was even
2: more soured towards women then. I think I've even calmed down from my 19-year-old days. Uh... I was a, I was a uh, adamant woman
1: hater then. Now I'm just a relationship hater. All right, uh, Punani says I just lost my two year relationship. Five four two hundred pounds of love. Found her online. Ask Dubs <laughs> if you'd like me to t- make a road trip. How about you two do a Thelma and Louise <laughs> thing? You two pudgy bastards just driving. I'm it. not pudgy. I'm a I'm a nice thin svelte man. Just driving across the country cursing women. And how they scarred I, I you. I would
2: like a nice little road trip with the punon,
1: And then you guys can rub uh, goatees together and just uh, talk about how awful it is, that that sweet, fine woman ass. No, the, the woman ass is is terrific. The woman relationship just so got awful. So you're of the opinion that women are useless unless For you're having sex part. with them. Yes. Wow, that's kind of sure. Do you fall into this category when it comes to dudes? A quarter of all men? Dudes? Uh, a quarter of all men are too ashamed to strip in front of their partners. No, I used to be.
2: When I, I was very insecure when I was younger and I was first getting with women. And I, yeah, I was the type that would, uh, uh, you know, right when you're about to score with a chick, you pull the uh, sheets over you and you get undressed that way. Right. You do it, and then you leave the sheets over you, tucked underneath your neck, and you uh, put your uh, pants and underwear back on before you head to the bathroom and scrub yourself clean. A, I was that type of person before but now I don't care. I'll just get up, you know, walk around, let everything, you know, I'm, out there.
1: I'm like Tobias from the rest of development. I'm a never nude. Very rarely am I ever nude at a single point. I hate my body so much. And like I would think between me and my girlfriend cuz we're both self-conscious of our bodies for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't think she needs to be, but she is. Uh we don't have nude sex. There's always, What are you talking about? There's always like some piece of clothing on. Usually, usually it's me. Like I make her take stuff off, but I kind of like it too when she's just wearing a bra. There's something that's hot about. I that. can't have just regular nude sex. I, I
2: not uh, regular. I, I I have to have nude sex. I can't have really any kind of uh, clothing
1: Do you on. You take socks off too. Yeah,
2: everything. Everything comes
1: off. I'm Dude, completely nude. If I don't have a shirt on, it would be shocking. I always have a shirt on because I don't want her to think she's making love to a bear. Because I'll be honest with you, I got a hairy back. Then
2: don't be shoveling honey into your mouth while you're doing it. That would help out. Stealing picnic baskets and sneaking them into bed with you doesn't help out your case at all.
1: But I do think that somehow this poor girl, who's hot as hell, has to sit here with this pudgy, hairy, bald, dumpy guy. (laughs)
2: Poor thing. You do probably look more like a, more like a, a bear with just one shirt on.
1: Yeah, that's all bears wear in, uh, in cartoons is a shirt. And down there at the cry for there's nothing really, but there should be. Yeah, that's me. There's a turtle head there, whatever. Don't judge.
0: Beat Mixtape. So this weekend I'm
1: going to meet my, well, I've already met my girlfriend's parents mm-hmm. but now we're going to visit them this
2: is the first time being on their turf
1: yeah okay down in south florida they got a place down in south florida and this will be i guess the first time that i am under their roof yeah like i've met them for a grand total of maybe hours mm-hmm.
2: as your chick uh down the ground rules for what her parents will expect from you and uh sleeping arrangements and that kind of separate thing?
1: separate rooms
2: See, that's how it was, and actually, we chose that uh, with uh, my, my chick's parents. I still will not sleep in the same room with her at their house. Yeah, but you live with her. I still won't, though. I won't sleep in the same room as her at their house. Why is that? Just out of respect. It's Really, it's a mm-hmm. respect thing? Mm-hmm. Even though they know you guys sleep together? Yeah, but out of respect, I will take the couch, and she'll take a bed upstairs.
1: Have you done it there yet? No. Have you wanted to? No.
2: I don't like doing that. I I do find that disrespectful going over to someone's uh, parents' house and having sex there. They're nice enough to feed me the whole time I'm there and, you know, to uh, provide entertainment and have fun with me. I'm not going to bang their daughter
1: under their roof. That's an animal thing to do. That didn't seem kind of fun to you? What do you think about that, Tommy? Don't you think that would be kind of a... uh, Depends if she's loud or not. Like maybe on their bed or something? No. That, that's wrong? That's wrong. That's just asking for something bad to happen to you later in like life. Like some sort of karma thing? Yes. Yes, C-Line. Well, flip it over. Would you ever do it at uh, your parents' house? Yes.
2: In- yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Garage?
0: <laughs> Whirlpool?
2: Because I, I think that... Oh, Whirlpool, yeah. Laundry room? As, as it's my parents' house and the house I grew up in, I feel like my mom should have that respect for me. And uh, But I, I doubt my girlfriend would be into that. All right, what about running a batch? Oh, the shower is open game. Ew.
1: What? I don't know. I find that more disgusting.
0: Yeah, How is that more disgusting? To me,
1: that is more disrespectful than having sex with their daughter. There's a drain. How is that disrespectful? That's what she is.
5: I find that to be a nice middle ground, like
1: a compromise. You're not going to banger. I bring my own conditioner. Okay, (laughs) now. Here's the thing. thing. To me, that is way more, like, creepy. All right, hold on. Think about it as if you're parents for two seconds, you got a daughter.
0: Uh Mm.
1: And you walk in on one of two scenarios. Your daughter being banged by the boyfriend. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you're a father, you want to kick somebody's ass. Or you walk in and the boyfriend is just whacking it
0: in the shower.
1: No, no, no. Just anywhere.
2: Just there alone. That that's disrespectful but the shower is
1: no, the shower the shower is not a safe place it is it is not your panic room it is it, a place
2: where it, it's self-cleaning and it's, it's Water's not a
5: cleaner by itself
2: no you no, need no of course you rub it in you, what? You, <laughs> what you're kind of like you're kick starting a bike
1: what it's like <laughs> a bad water cat or something. All right, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, hold on a second. Which one is more... Right. I hear you. <laughs> Banging the girls more. That's but- definitely... Then the guy there by himself, I think I would think the kid's some sort of a serial killer. He couldn't control himself.
2: By himself in any other room, that would be disrespectful. But, as Dub said, the no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Take the shower out. No, because... because He's not a, walking in on you in the
2: shower. Hold on. My rules. I'm no, setting up the scenario. No, because you're taking my thing, and you're taking it somewhere where it's not going. I'm, it's not where, where I take it, so... My scenario. No, it
4: isn't. Well, forget about them walking in on you. It's still a shower that they might be using later.
2: So? It's oh. a bed or a floor that they're going to step on later that's not going to get washed up.
4: Now, is it disrespectful if you're the parent and you're hiding in the closet watching? Yeah, it's so. And you longer. accidentally fall out? Mm hmm. That's wrong. You just walk out
1: like, hey, uh, trying on some shoes. So. Nice ass. Right. Dubs. Mm. Really? You honestly believe you're more okay? Yes. Without a doubt. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. 888-978-1041. A little help here, Matt. You're the father. You walk in on either two one of the scenarios in which I have drawn out, for the sake of argument. Which I, one would disturb you more?
2: I'd rather see the guy just you know going at it by himself, just because I'd probably think he's just sad and a loser, or and
6: be a mental or advantage. Or
2: he's a guy, and guys need to run a bad every once in a while, and he has respect not to bang the bottom out because you are uh, you know you're in his house I can't see my little girl getting banged yeah I just wouldn't like that no, I it's would not, punch the
1: guy it's not what do you what would you rather see which one would disturb you more well uh, my little girl getting banged that would disturb me I don't think it would for me I think Curve. I w- I would think way less of the guy who is taking care of himself than as opposed to being intimate with uh my daughter like you've never done it what
2: ran a badge someplace you weren't supposed to your shower exactly why is that that bad (laughs) felt good (laughs) sorry Sorry. i I don't have a problem with you doing that that's sorry about the loofah i'd rather see the guy just Uh you
1: know
4: going at it by himself
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're in the hideout what's up dude
6: yeah, I was just gonna say that um I'd rather run a batch in the shower than to like blow up someone's bathroom. I'd feel worse about doing that than taking a shower.
1: Oh you mean like what do you mean do you mean blowing up somebody's bathroom, like dropping a nasty deuce?
5: Dropping a real nasty one.
0: Oh, <laughs> see, <right>. uh,
1: <laughs> see, that's disrespectful too. I would never poop in
2: my uh chick's parents' house either. I go to the McDonalds. That's stupid. You go for other reasons.
1: That's, no. You go to look for a job. I go there to <laughs> drop a deuce. Uh, Douglas from 417. You're in the hideout. What's up, dude?
5: Hey guys, how you doing?
1: All right. Hey, I love the show.
5: I um, my uh, this girl I was actually engaged to. Her and I worked in uh, food and beverage, and one night got out of work real late and went to see my parents in Tampa. And we got there, and my parents were already in bed. And we went to my old room, and I mean, we lived together, and we were engaged, and we went to bed, you know, at like two in the morning. And the next day, my dad pulled me aside and was like you don't do that my house run it was just like freaked me out I had no clue that they would react like that because I was engaged to that girl
1: yeah see that's a very surprising thing too if you're mm-hmm. engaged maybe already living together it's like you know this is going on what is it about us being here in the same you know being in the same room or house uh, with you that, that freaks yeah, you he out was like,
5: yeah he was like you can do what you want in your house but in my house it's like this but now that I'm 30 Now I'm 37, and I'm in the same situation. I'm engaged, and now they've never said anything to me about it. It's weird. It was just like that one time, like, breaking the
0: ice, you know? It's
1: always, here's what it is. It's always, like, the first time. You know what I mean? Thank you, Douglas. Like, maybe the first real legit. uh, Why can't you control
2: yourself for a weekend, though? That's what I don't understand. Dubs, when you were a kid, did you ever have sex at the girl's house? Um, no. I hate you. Can <laughs> just prove my point just once? No, I can't. I hate you, die. <laughs> I've, I've never d- had sex over at the, a girl's parents' house. Neither have I.
0: You've <laughs> <laughs> never had sex.
2: <laughs> okay, point proven. I'd rather see the guy stop. Just, you know, going at it by himself. <laughs> Take it out of context. No, it isn't. Whatever. <laughs> I
1: right, hold on. Let's go to C-Lane, who's probably a bit of a poonhound. Have you ever had sex huh? at the chick's oh, house? Is he a virgin? Uh, not really a poonhound, no. You're a virgin? Yes. Oh, wow. Are you? Yeah. Is yeah. C-Lane a v- I mean, I'm sorry, is Napier a virgin? I don't have any headphones. I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that kid. Which team are you on? <laughs> Which team are you on? Yours. All right, that's right. We're on the same team. All right, Destro says his parents let his girl and him sleep in the same bed last time they were home and it blew his mind. He was so weirded out by the fact that his mom suggested it he couldn't even get aroused. Ooh. See I don't think Part that- of the fun is having sex and trying to keep it down so that they can't hear you. No, that's disrespectful. No, it's not. It what is. kind of a woman are you? Yeah, but
2: if you're mom- grams, no, because if you if you have any respect for the woman or the parents that raised her, what is this 1952? No, it's it, there's still values that you should have instilled in you.
1: What values those two banged to have that daughter? Exactly, in a house that they bought. It's not about buying the house. Yes,
2: not it is. There's a, there's a respect factor that goes into a house that you built and you've uh, you've raised that's, a family in. That's lame values then, crap. Then stay in a
1: uh, motel. Do what you want to do. No. I want to spread my seed, and I want to do it under their roof. I can't believe you, of all people. The person on this show with the lowest moral makeup, <laughs> other than me, has obviously has this kind of an attitude. But if your mom suggested it, would you feel a little awkward? Not at all. Oh. I'd be like, turn up the radio. You don't want to hear what's going on. Oh. You're a dirty, dirty... Can you make some papas con huevo, because we're going to be hungry afterwards. Hungry from humping? Yeah, that's the best kind of hunger. I think Dubs is getting old. I, I think he just why? Took, I think the gray hair along the side is really starting I've, to infiltrate. I've been like this my whole life. Yeah. I have respect for parents. I have respect. No, for you parents, don't. Too. I absolutely do. don't. No, you can't tell me whether or not I have respect no, for parents. You've proven it yourself. I this don't have isn't to about say proving it. it. This doesn't mean because I want to paint their daughter that I don't have respect for them in their house. So? I'm banging them in another house. What does it Ex- matter? Th- that's
2: your house that you pay for, and you guys are having a relationship. That's fine. But when you're in their house, it is their rules. Oh,
0: my God.
1: You did... What a killjoy. When did you become conservative? I'm not conservative. Uh, obviously you are, Hannity. Hannity.
0: With LFA and <laughs> Mixed. With LFA and
1: you were telling me something about you you just got a new truck right yeah and you're gonna get a car now um well yeah do you want me to get into that right now yeah if you don't mind I, i'm trying yeah. to figure out what it was you were talking about well i'm gonna get a project car okay so do you know what that means Usually when you get a project car, it's like you, you find an old beater and you put some money into it. You know, you truly try to spice it up and spruce it up. Kind of. But my
2: definition of a project car is a fat chick. A fat <laughs> chick that I'm going to um, try to ch- uh, train and uh, trim down. Kind of work the body up a little bit. Make it shine before I would make it street legal. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go find a project car which is a fat chick with a cute face a lot of potential and then I am going to try to work on the body get it all uh, nice shiny and new and then I'll have something that I can be proud of but yeah for a while I'll be riding around in a beater I'll be I'll be getting some weird looks from everybody but oh. Once I, once I get the, uh, all the work put into it, we're talking business.
1: Okay, so your plan then is to find, um, are, you, are you looking for ugly or chubby? No, no, or? Oh, no chubby. It has to have a good face because I don't have the money
2: for that kind of beater. I don't have the money to put together a BMW, which uh, you know has a, a completely distorted frame and everything. I have enough money to put my blood and sweat into it. Which is enough for a fat chick. Sweat equity. I, uh, but, um, yeah, I don't have the money for the ugly face. Okay. I need a girl with a cute face. The body can be horrific. I don't care. I know I can turn it around. I'm, I'm
1: confident in that. What has made you stoop to this level? It's not stooping to a level. I'm just being frugal. Fat chicks cost more because they
2: like to eat. No, this is the whole thing. I'm not going to let them. <laughs> Because my goal is to get them to be skinny. Uh, I wa- I'm
1: going to make it run economy for a while. Right, of course. So what made you think about this? Like, What was it that it happened in your in your twisted I know, head? I, I, I was just looking around online and everything. And I'm like, God. Because you're trying a, to meet chicks online. There's a
2: lot of fat chicks with nice faces on here. A <laughs> whole lot of fat chicks with nice faces. Right. So what I'm going to have to do... I'm going to have to whip one of them into shape. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to actually, you know, get my hands dirty and uh, get me a project car, as I like to call it. I, I And here's something serious I want to throw out to everybody. Is there anybody out there who's gotten these project cars before, and how long does it take? And did it work out
1: for you, or did, was it just heartache? Right, a guy that used to be on the show with us, Spoon. A very old school hideout, and we were overnights on Saturday nights from midnight to three. Uh, Edger, some of you might know Mm -hmm. him as, he used to do this thing where he he had a girl, and he wouldn't let her eat in certain things, and he would tell her. Almost like a K-Fed kind of situation.
2: But she was already in good shape and everything. He was just being an ass. Right. (laughs) Okay, so you are... I'm um, not doing it to be mean. I'm doing it so I can walk with her places in public. But
1: not at first. First, you're walking well, around
2: have, the block. I have to kind of, you know, show my face around with her a little bit for good faith. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be throwing her out into the car show yet. You know, I'll drive her down
1: to the uh, to the grocery store. 1067 I do kind of wish there was a a car fax for chicks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, history report. Yeah, since you're using this whole car analogy, where you can get a history report and you can look over. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't like mine used. I like them new. Oh, I need them used. I need them, you know, I
2: I like a girl who, the first buyer, you know, early on in the car's age, someone tinkered underneath the hood.
1: That's what I like out of my cars. See, I like to break mine in. You know, I don't want to use, listen, See, the, when it comes to women, I don't want, I do not want someone else's baseball mitt. I want mine brand new that I can oil up and break into myself to I mean, fit my own hand. I don't know why you're talking mitts. Uh,
2: I don't like that. But um, cars have a depreciating value. So if you get it used, you know what you're getting. It's not going to fall apart on you, and then you're going to be out tons and tons of money. Yeah, but at first you're putting up with tons and tons of lard, and I don't know if that's any good. I'm. I think I may be going out with an El Camino tonight. <laughs> Body is in rough shape.
0: An
3: yeah. Is She Latin? Yep.
2: Yeah. Body in rough shape, but the grill's nice. The grill looks good. Nice headlights. Where'd you? And you found this one online? Yeah. Does she
1: know about your? Um...
2: No. Huh. No, you gotta talk nice to the car when you're fixing it up. You gotta. This is my baby.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, it's the Hideout and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. Project car. Project car. Fat chick that you're turning around. Uh, do you have plans for this? Like, what are you planning on doing? Because I'm sure getting a date with a fat girl isn't going to be hard.
2: No, it's not difficult at all. I've got plenty uh, lined up. Do you really? I've got a few actually already lined up, well, now I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna test drive,
1: Dude, see how th- they you, handle. <laughs> you have to,
2: you have to turn this into a
1: reality show. Well,
2: that's what yardstickofdeath.com is for.
1: Oh yeah, have you updated that lately?
2: Uh, I have not updated it for the week yet,
1: but mm. I will tomorrow. Yeah. After your date with your El Camino tonight? Yep. No, well, I don't know if I'm going out the El Camino tonight. Or you not. should. Now you have to. Can I I follow you with a camera? No. Wide lens? Panoramic? Right. (laughs) See, I don't... What's interesting about you is I don't know why you would want to go to that. I would rather take the time to find a chick, like... Listen, if you... the, The new cars, like I
2: said, just... Someone else put all that work into them. And now they expect more out of it. When you take a uh, project car and make it beautiful, <laughs> they appreciate it. They drive a little more smooth for you. You don't have any bumps in the road. The engine
1: doesn't rattle as much. I will say this about my chick. I guess she was big at one time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know her when she was. And she's, she's skinny now and she's hot. But she kind of—it's one of that. Once you're fat, you're always fat, and you exactly. always—you always see the fat girl or the fat boy in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And so the self-esteem issues are probably still there. Mm-hmm. So you're able to get away with things normally. So I kind of understand what you're saying when you're talking about a project car. But the only problem is that you have to put in all of that initial, like we said, sweat equity. Are you going to keep her out on the front lawn, <laughs> up on uh, cinder up blocks? On blocks? No, in the backyard because the. the- the neighbors,
2: the neighbors don't. Need to see, the neighbors don't need to see that. Uh, that
1: eyesore. Right.
2: Backyard, you know, I'll come out, work on it, in the enclosure of my, own,
1: my own, own. Facilities. Let's go to Bernard on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Bernard.
3: Yeah. Doug, when you buy a beater and mm-hmm. you fix it up, it doesn't realize that it's too good for you, and then drive away. Exactly. You're right, but but when you get a fat chick that's pretty, when she loses weight, she's gonna realize she can do better than you.
1: That's true, man. I've heard that no. happening before. I would be pissed.
3: I would be pissed if
1: yeah, if I if I spent all
2: the time fixing up this El Camino, and and some some uh, savage comes in and swoops it away and just steals it right from out from under me.
0: Exactly. because, because at that point.
2: At that point, like if I got a chick that w- L
0: F A and J mixed
1: Okay, so yeah, let me set this up for you.
0: <clears throat>
1: By the way, we're live, so uh, like like we said, participate if you like. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, hang back and listen to this. So, I uh, I call my mom, and my mom's been on the show numerous times and its various inceptions. Yeah, uh, some of them very harsh. We've made her cry before? A couple of times, I mm-hmm. think. And I'm not going for that here. No.
2: This right now is sheer- I don't think we've ever actually gone for it. I mean, sometimes we're mean
1: when not needed. But I don't think we ever went to make her cry. No, yeah, that was never the point of a bit. You mm-hmm. know? It was just... It just happened. Yeah. Uh, but my mom was a single mom who raised me, and eventually mm-hmm. I went and lived with my dad. Uh, nonetheless mom Mommy, you on the phone ma
2: you there hey ma hi son
1: how are you
6: doing well thank you
1: good it's how good. are you ma you sound nervous
6: of course i'm nervous anytime i talk to you i'm nervous
1: really like off the air or just on
6: I never know when you're recording me
1: all the time. <laughs> that is true. Sometimes we'll call them off the our parents and uh, record it. Anyway, so here's the deal. So earlier this week, I'm driving home for a very long day at the two jobs that I'm working. Mm-hmm. I like to chat with my mother. Usually we chat on Sundays, but occasionally during the hour commute home, I'll give her a shout, see what's up. And I'm talking to her, and uh, she says, I'm at the doctor's office. <clears throat> are, uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm here with your little brother, Loverboy. That's what he, we call him on this show, Loverboy. 17 mm-hmm. year old, about to turn 18, about to graduate from high school, okay? Uh, I'm here with Loverboy. Oh wow, what's wrong, is he okay? Yeah, we're just checking up on his meds. Yeah, he's fine, he's just socially retarded. Yeah. <laughs> we're just checking up on his meds. What? You know, he has ADD and we put him on Adderall. <laughs> what and i immediately scream at her uh what are you doing take him off those drugs immediately like now tomorrow tell the doctor no enough she progresses to tell me well i saw an article in the paper and you know Mm. how he is and i brought him into the doctor and the doctor was hesitant but agreed if the doctor's even hesitant because he's trying to sell those
2: meds anyway. Of course, that's, right. that's, 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 that's where we're in now. The business of doctors now are just drug dealers. Mm-hmm. They're pushers, which you know I can understand. I don't mind,
1: but yeah, Dubs is a drug addict himself. Mm-hmm. Michael Hughes, huh? take note of that. I'd like to go solo. No. Uh, anyway, so mother, are you there? Still listening. <laughs> is all that pretty much correct? Is that the way it happened?
6: Well, I didn't get the information from the newspaper. I found it in... Online? A periodical.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. What is that?
6: Well, I found it in educational leadership. It's, it's you know, part of my job. My co-teacher brought it to me, you know, to stay current, you know, since I'm a special education
1: teacher. Mm -hmm. All right, so your whole thing was, hey... Um, Did you find it using the dummy decimal system? <laughs> all right, Mom, let me. so why do you think that my little brother has ADD, 17-year-old kid?
6: I was reading the article, and, um, you know, usually at the elementary level, we deal more with the ADHD, with the hyperactive
0: children. Oh, my God.
1: Okay, listen. First of all, can kids not be kids? Nope. Can they not be hyperactive? I mean, no, we're turning them into
2: Dawn of the Dead, where they're just standing around staring at things like, uh, like uh, just
1: retards. Yeah, so uh, kids, they're 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 like puppies. They have energy they need to burn off. Mm-hmm. And we have ad-
6: adapted our teaching styles for those needs. No, you've adapted
2: your uh, your regimens to give them drugs to deal with those needs. <laughs>
6: You tried going to school and working
1: with somebody. I, they did it for many years. All right, let me say this. Let me let me, let me say this, okay? Because I got a 17-year-old little brother, and I want you to, is he there with you?
6: He's
1: right here. Is he? Can he pick up a phone and listen as well?
0: I hear it on speaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, no wonder you sound out. Listen to him, that big, deep, booming voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Personality, lover boy. All right, let me say this, okay? Let me break it down for the two of you. Because here I have to be not only a, a fantastic uh, talk show host, but now I'm going to be a big brother. Now I am going to say what everyone has needed to say for everybody, so we can all be happy. Because listen, okay, not, are
6: you going to make your brother cry
1: now? Yeah, I, that hopefully because uh, I'm here. Listen, maybe you can finally show emotions through those the, that that drug haze you have him in. Exactly. Maybe he can feel something finally because. Listen, I have saved lives. I don't know if you've heard about my religion, yardstickofdeath.com. It saved Dubs' life. And I recommend it for Adam. I mean, lover boy. I think you need to go buy a yardstick, a gun, and a bullet, and we're going to save this kid's life. But before I get to that, I want to comment.
6: a gun and a bullet?
1: That's the yardstickofdeath.com. Go to it. You'll see how I'm saving Dubs' life, and I can save my little brother's. But you know what's not needed? A pill. And let me explain why. Because, Loverboy, I know you. You're a 17-year-old kid. Okay? You're a good kid. He's actually a really good kid. Mm -hmm. He's a good-looking kid, too. Yeah, stud. I don't know where he got it from. Must be his father. So. (laughs) Thanks. uh Uh-huh. So I see this kid, and every time I see him for the last five years or so, here's what Loverboy does. He... Is online, uh, with multiple windows open, playing mm. World of Warcraft, surfing the net, chatting with people. He's got his iPod in. He's watching TV at the same time. The and using his uh, iPhone. Yeah, li- li- yeah, listening to the hideout, fine, whatever. Uh, listening to the show, watching television, eating uh, chips and cookies, and drinking sodas. Okay, this is this kid, this 17-year-old boy's all life. All at one time. Uh, literally, I've seen it uh, in front of me all at one time, okay? So he's got all these stimuli coming in. He's all pumped up with sugar and bad stuff in his body mm-hmm. all, to begin with, all well, right?
6: Because it was vacation. We're yeah, yeah,
1: whatever. Because I know, I know that happens regardless. Because if it happens on vacation, then it happens normally. Okay, I know you. Your whole thing is, I'm on vacation. I'm gonna act this way, but you act that way anyway. It's just a way for you to be even more gluttonous. And the reason I know it is because I do it. All right. So, so I, now I've laid out. I've laid out Loverboy's life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Adam, is
6: that your life?
1: No. Uh, yes, it is. I know it is. I've seen it. Stop it. Stop.
6: Didn't even buy us cookies or candy. All right. <laughs> that
1: way for years. Okay. All right. Minus the cookies and candy, we'll go with the rest of the stimuli. Yeah. Then fine. Everything else is the same. So then this kid, uh, after having all the sorts of stimuli, and by the way, this is no different than it is for anybody else, he then has to go to school, okay, and sit in a classroom at 50 minutes at a time, or an hour and a half at a time. And listen to teachers drone on about stuff that he doesn't care about, that if they were on a YouTube video or if they were online, he would just hit that little X in the top of the screen Click. and close them out. But he's stuck. He's forced to sit there. He's afraid of books. And you know why he's afraid of books? is because uh, there's no real stimulation. He can't concentrate because every time he's online – You know, he's got all this stuff. He can't even focus on anything online. He's got the attention span of a gnat. Yeah, in the the attention uh, span
2: era that we're living in, a book is way too much for anybody to dedicate themselves to. The newspaper
1: now is way too much for people to dedicate themselves to. So now here's what is happening. And this all applies to you, and it applies to everyone else who's listening. Here's what is happening now. Instead of sitting this kid down and saying, Hey, dummy, and I'm doing this to you now, lover boy. So listen to this. Every time you hear the sound, that's me hitting you on the back of the head, slapping you on the back of the neck. Hey, dummy. Uh put down the iPhone, put down the iPod, get off the computer. Uh, go outside, run around in circles, play with a stick. Yeah, play with play in the dirt, uh, drink water instead of sugar. And, and get yourself right. And mom, Barack Obama said something this week and he was talking to you. Parents, if you don't parent, we can't improve our schools. You've got to parent. You've got to turn off the television set in your house every once in a while. You gotta put the video game away every once in a while. The last thing you need is if your children is misbehaving at school, don't curse out the teacher. You know who you are. It's not the teacher's fault your child's misbehaving. It starts at home. And it starts at home for both of us. Mom, you're being lazy, and you figure the the cure for this kid is a pill, and it's wrong, and this pill is bad. Now I will allow you to retort.
6: Well, son,
1: we have to go to break. So How are you? I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> I am not believing you. I, as an educator and a mother, I, it was not an easy decision well, to make to put Adam, to put him on, on this medication. Mm-hmm. I researched it. I read it and, and I found that all of these indicators.
2: Did you find it at Pfizer.com? Yeah. Is that where you went to? Merrick? I did,
6: um, and like I said, first I read it in the periodical. Then I did my yes. research on the computer. I found the Mayo Clinic information and, and... And
0: then I
1: went to, to go uh,
6: see our, his physician, and, you, and I talked to her about it.
1: And here is what here is what you don't get, though. Any of these studies, anything you see, and this is the problem when people don't question things that they read or question authority. You know where a lot of these studies come from. You know how a lot of them are 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 funded by the drug companies. They're funded by them because they want you to make they want you to think that it is okay to keep the kid on it. That's what they want you to do. You mean you want him to be on a pill for the rest of his life? It's a stimulant. You know it's a street I drug in Italy?
6: It and you do not stay on it for the rest of your life. You take it as needed.
1: Oh, do, you, do you know what happens when you try to come off of it and the withdrawals that you go through and how some people get suicidal? You know about this? Did, 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 did you press this research? Did they tell you about that?
6: That was not one of the side effects listed. Yeah,
1: well, it is. We
6: went to go, in fact, when we were at the doctor's office when you called, we were there for the two-week follow-up where she, where she, you know, examined him, talked to him about how he was feeling, how it was working for him. When I went to the physician, I actually went so she could refer us to uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist to get more information. Well, listen,
2: here's, here's what they should have prescribed, fresh air.
6: Yeah, fresh air,
1: a little dirt, rub some dirt on it. You're too clean, lover boy. Let me ask you: Do you feel better? Do you feel better? I'm talking to you, kid. About what? Do you feel better now that you're on these pills? I don't take it every day. I was just at school. When do when do you take them? In the morning.
2: Does it help you? Yeah, a little. How
6: does it help you? I don't wander, and I not my mind isn't. You sound like a robot. (laughs) You do. He's always sounded like a robot. And he's got allergies right now.
1: All right, Mom, I got someone that wants to talk to you online too. Ben, can we conference them? Sideshow? Hey, yeah, this is Ben. Old. I just uh, wanted to talk about the uh, the effects of Adderall and okay. how they got to that uh, conclusion. Go ahead. Basically, uh, the DSM-4 is created by a group of psychologists who are paid off by the uh, pharmaceutical companies who vote on
6: what is or is not a uh, real illness. So they vote on whether or not ADD is actually real, and they don't even look into the
5: scientific reasoning behind it.
1: Yeah, thank you for the phone call, and you're right, Ben. Listen, Mom, I, I hate to tell we're in the hideout now, so we could talk about this. What they're doing over at the FDA, they're a bunch of crooks. The crooks and they don't care about you. They're there There's a bottom line. Yeah, they're there to help out big business. And I can't believe you fell for this. It's my little brother, Adam, or lover boy, whatever. You <laughs> dummy. Stop with the pills. Because you know it's just a stimulant. Hey mom, I got something that can make him feel really good and he'll stay up and he'll be able to focus. It's called cocaine. And it's just another variation of Adderall. Actually, I'll test that one. Yeah, Dubs knows he's done it. What? How about hey? How about this? He's sleepy all the time. Mom, what, you're having problems with sleep apnea, and you're you're overweight, and you're trying to you're trying to fix it. I got a great cure for you. It's called meth. Or you may you, lose a few teeth, but hey. And you know what? If you don't go with meth, and I'm sure they can go and prescribe you something just like it for you. Why on earth would you think the fix is in a pill, Mom? Ma, I'm
6: I'm I'm pondering your question. If this medication helps and sustain, and and when necessary, shift <sighs> focus and stay focused and work with the short term memory and accessing information and and if needs. Let me, what you need,
2: let, me let me uh, let me ask this. It, isn't that a problem that? Probably 90% of kids have because they're kids, and it, it's not its not a natural thing for human beings or anybody to be sitting in a place that they aren't interested in and trying to pay attention to stuff that just doesn't matter. So it's almost a defense mechanism to not be interested.
1: Of course. So why force yourself you to know, be- Let me tell you what's going on here. Let me okay. tell you the real thing that's going on here. And by the way, it's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. we got people lined up they want to talk about this. Talking to my mother and my little brother. My mother puts my little brother on Ritalin. I'm sorry, Adderall. The new Ritalin. Let me tell. And he's there, and he he knows this, so I'll explain it. Big brother, I'll talk to him like he should. They're worried that Adam is too different. And by different, there was this whole thing about him in prom. The kid, he's kind of quiet. You mm-hmm. know, he's just one of those kids that hasn't come out of his shell yet, and he will. He will eventually, but they're worried that he's different. Uh, are are you worried Columbine different, or... No, that's the other little brother who looks like he's ready to go shoot a school. Okay. And we'll deal with him in two years. <laughs> but uh, you're just... Wor- w- listen, the kid I is... Are
6: not ro- we are not worried that Adam is different. You
1: are, because they have had We're the conversations.
6: You are different. Huh? He is more than any of our children.
1: Tell, be honest and tell him. Look him in the eye and say, "Son, you're different. We're worried that you're different, and we wish you were normal like your big brother,
6: <laughs> Adam. We're happy with who you are.
1: Then stop then, putting him yeah. on pills. Don't change him with pills.
0: If you
6: God. cut her off the drugs, and I, I look him in the eye every day, and I ask him how, how he, how his day was, how it went." How it affected him. Did and I asked keep... to tell me what it's doing to him.
1: Does he answer like RoboCop? Because that's what I'm hearing.
6: Well, he, told How? he didn't change his speech patterns, no.
1: Listen, Mom. Let me explain my... I want to reiterate my disappointment. Do you need to send the kid out here so I can straighten him out? Because I will. I'll get him an internship. I'll kick Dubs out. Hmm? <laughs> And I'll straighten the kid out, because you know what? You know what goes first? The video games go first, because that was distracting me up until about a month, uh, a year ago. And then after the video games go, the sugar goes. And then after the sugar goes, uh, we minimize the time on the internet. And guess what? We go for walks and we meet people, chicks or dudes, whatever. Gladys. Whatever you're into, we're not going to judge. We love you regardless. <laughs> Oh my God! All right, let's take some phone calls. And you're sitting here, you're laughing, but I'm serious. I want the kid off the Adderall immediately, and you're going to see the withdrawal that'll i go through. Yeah, it's been like three weeks. I haven't been taking it for five years or ten years. It don't matter. It happens. Oh, yeah, just like I, with people who just start taking other drugs, or and, even
2: smoking. I
1: yeah, you, oh, you I just, try smoking
2: for three weeks, see so how easy it is to quit. Oh,
1: you know, I just started doing heroin a couple of weeks ago. I'll be fine. It's the same thing. Let me talk to some other people. Let's see if they agree with me or with others, or with my mom here who's wrong. Uh Jamie, on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK.
4: Hey, what's up, fellas? Yo, no. I'm a child of Riddler. When you ask him how his day is going, does he respond, like, in a monotone voice? Because all this stuff doesn't turn into a zombie. Of course he's focusing. He's doing nothing else. He's got no thought in his mind except for the one that he's focused on right then. And it's, it's a horrible drug. I was on it from the time I was in second grade until I was 17. And it destroyed me when I got off of it. It was the worst withdrawal I've gone through. And I have withdrawn from heroin, cocaine, you name it, I've withdrawn from it. That was the Good worst boy. withdrawal I've ever gone through. Thanks. It is a terrible, terrible drug.
5: Off of it. I have three kids, and I had I just recently had a psychiatrist tell me that one of the kids needs Adderall or Ritalin. Did you punch and him? I took him to I took him to another psychiatrist.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie, and best of luck, mother. Did you hear that? Do you want that for your little boy? Look. Do you want him yeah, withdrawing from cocaine that. and uh, heroin a few? Do years you want to look him in the eye and say, "Listen, I want you to go through the withdrawal. I, I want you to be like train spotting, where I have to lock you in a room and you're throwing up and." making messing yourself and you're just drinking tomato soup and seeing dead babies crawl on the ceiling do you want that of your son
6: i'm going to start taking it with him
1: and go through withdrawal. <laughs> you're a
2: psychopath
1: you teach children not really yeah what? no no, not you're real not, no that's the thing she <laughs> doesn't want to that's the point i don't want to teach children so i want to put them on pills Paul, on line two, you're in the hideout with my mother in WJFK.
5: What's up, guys? Yep. Hey, I'm a special ed teacher in high school, and I am standing up and applauding for everything y'all have is saying. The problem with kids these days is that we took away the switch or the paddle, and we replaced it with the video game and the television. Now kids are fat, they're hyper because they don't play anymore, and people, you know, they just want to fix it with a pill. It's not that easy. You need to, you know, parent like you're supposed to get your kids outside i mean I'll have to, you got it straight you know what's up all
1: right thank you my man appreciate it i have to agree with our buddy here and i'm glad to see he's back
6: athlete he was a soccer player
1: that's not enough that's not, a, I
6: mean, that's not enough
1: that's not enough the kid needs to be outside you need to be me- outside right now and let me listen this is what my high school years were like i'd wake up in the morning go work out for an hour, go to school, I'd come home, I'd be playing outside until the sun went down.
5: That- Imagine a world without 106.7 WJFKA.
1: That was me. Here, Here's the problem, too. That's when I was skinny, too. And I had a whole bunch of girls, and well, that, life was great. I mean, that's the thing. That's the Now thing. look at me fat and balding, yelling look at my mother on the radio, w- Jesus, I've fallen. With the Internet, you don't have to leave the house to stalk girls.
2: That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why I used to leave the house is to go walk by girls' house to see if they were outside and say, "Ooh, I didn't know you were going to be out here." Yeah, I used to. I r- just walk back and
1: forth in front of her house like a psychopath. I rode my bike for five yeah, miles.
6: And so turned him into a stalker. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, that's the Every way, kid's a stalker. Instead of my stalking on MySpace, you do like I did and ride from from West Chase or Westchester over to Trail Hood. To see if Becky Burdick would happen to be outside. Five miles I would ride to see this. I'm getting this on the instant messenger. My buddy was on Adderall. Put him in that a coma.
6: $4 a gallon now. I'm glad.
0: No,
1: that's... ride a I... bike. Tell the kid to walk. <laughs> All right, here I got another one. Listen to this.
6: Okay, I want people to side with me.
1: <laughs> no, listen, I <laughs> won't. You
6: the... some people not siding with I'm me. I'm trying
1: to get through to you. Here, I got another one over here. This is from... uh nug huffer on the instant messenger i think he's a doctor mm-hmm. tell boy he's wasting it if he doesn't crush it up and snort it all right that's, that's true it, yeah don't do that
6: <laughs> it's a capsule
1: well, Oh, you, you can pop the capsule open pour the powder out and do your thing i'm not going to tell you how to take your pills though bez straight says listen why can't we just suffocate him with a pillow and save a lot of money and time <laughs> what i'm starting to agree
6: Okay, we're going to hang up on you
1: talk to somebody that's on my side. There's are all going in on your side. I want to hear. I'll, oh, I will open the phone lines. Uh, I think sideshow. Um, I think we have someone that agrees with my mom. If you maybe want to punch up line five, it looks like there's someone there that agrees with my mother. Mm. Hmm.
0: Uh-huh. All
6: right.
1: No, Ouch. here we go. They're on line two. Here we go. Oh, boy. Oof. No one really agreeing with you, Mom. Okay. Lover boy, how do you feel on this stuff? <laughs> Thank you, Sideshow. Uh, let me ask my little brother. How do you, you feel okay on it? A lot. Yeah, see, he... Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs>
6: this
1: is a question. How does it make you feel? How does love make me feel? The conversation or the medicine? Conversation. Let's go with that. Do you, uh, okay. do, do you think I'm being rough on you? Uh, on mom, not me. I don't know. Do you know that I love you? You know I love you, right? Yeah, sure. You, <laughs> you know I genuinely want what's best for you.
6: And so do I. Why do you think I don't want what's
1: because best? Because you want. You know, you don't want what's best. You want what's easiest. You want what's easiest for him. You want what's easiest for your uh, for your little retard students that you that you teach in special ed. You want what you... I know you, mother. How do you deal with all the shedding that goes on in your no, no He said shedding, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like hair falling off. Yeah. Because um, I know you, mother, and you're always looking for the easy way. And the pill is the easy way.
6: I, I beg to differ. That is not true. All I want is what is best for my son. He was the one that came to me two years ago and said this.
1: And that's when you should have said enough already with the video games uh-huh. um and what did i tell you what did i tell you two years ago what you in, in fact god damn it i'm a soothsayer because i saw this coming and i told you then get the kid off the internet get the kid off the world of warcraft hey, and the video games hey ma yes do you think uh hefe over there should have been on these pills growing up
6: i think what
2: do you think hefe over there should have been on these pills growing up do you think it will have
1: helped him
6: he didn't
1: need them. Sure, I did. Well, because- you
6: know what? He he. I I really didn't spend very much time with him from the age of
1: eleven to
0: thirty. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and guess what? I was going through. I was depressed. You know, I was depressed. I hated myself because I was touched by a fat girl when I was a kid. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. Shut up.
6: That never happened. It
1: did happen. There you go. Why are you denying? Yeah, she's denying it. Like you didn't know what happened. Like I can't even look at baby powder anymore because I know what it did to me. Oh, please. <laughs> and so I know these things. But guess what? Did I ever turn to a pill? No, 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 no. I didn't turn to a pill. Turned I Turned to a hamburger. Exactly. I looked at gravy and said, this is my escape.
6: You never liked gravy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
6: And speaking of, this kid eats more than you ever thought of eating.
1: Yeah, because he's different, because he's got a high metabolism, because he's got a lot of energy, not because he's ADD. <laughs> all right, listen, I a, all right, I've had enough. I'm bored now.
6: <laughs> um, okay, let's pop you a pill then.
1: I wish. But you know what? I don't give up that easily. Pills are for quitters. And I mean that. You're popping a pill, you quit on life. And that's what's happening. That's what I want. I don't want for my little brother. He's different. He's gonna. He's gonna go through life. Eventually, he's gonna figure it all out, and he's gonna be happy. It takes a little time. You aren't supposed to be happy as a kid. You're supposed to be miserable, and you, you're supposed to be depressed. You're supposed to be a psychopath stalker. And get him off. Get him off the sugar, and get him off the uh, the extra stimuli. And enough already.
6: Yes, dear.
1: You're not going to do it, though. That's hard.
6: Adam, do you want to do it?
1: No. (laughs) Of course not. See, Jesus.
6: I am happy with my life and how it is or what. I'm not miserable. But Uh, we are going to take you off the iPod and the iPhone and the Internet. and (laughs) I don't listen to my iPhone or anything.
2: See, he's already getting withdrawals.
6: We're totally taking you off everything. Oh. Does that make you happy?
1: Mm-hmm. No, because you're not going to do it, and because it's it's, it's too it's too late now. He's addicted.
6: He's not addicted. It is not. It is not an
1: addictive medication. Of course it is. It's it's essentially an amphetamine. Oh Jesus! What are these people telling you? All right, Ma, I gotta let you go. Now nah, it's breaking my heart. Lover boy, I love you. I love you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. Oh. <laughs> Lover boy, I love you. Please go get some exercise and do something right for yourself. And the main thing you need to do, when mom tells you to do something, you do the opposite. And
0: Thank you.
2: do something healthier for yourself. Find a very psychotic relationship with a girl. and That will take your mind off all things uh, Adderall and... Uh, iPod and all that kind of stuff. Just become completely obsessed with a girl that's way out, out of your league.
1: <laughs> or a boy, whatever. I don't, whatever, don't judge.
2: You, whatever you got,
1: you know? Let me ask you this, lover boy, why I got you on. And you, well, I gotta be careful how I ask it, you, but you're a 17 year old kid and you're my little brother. You doing things with yourself yet? Goodbye. You diddling? You inappropriate with yourself yet?
0: What? Have,
2: have you? Uh, uh, do you? uh Do you take long showers with yourself? <laughs> no. You don't do that. No. All right. Give the kid some drugs. Yeah. He, he's something's wrong. Yeah. I,
1: I couldn't stop when I was that age. Of course not. I had marked my territory everywhere. Mm-hmm. All
4: right.
1: Oh, or, goodbye. All right, my love. It. Hey, how come none of your teacher friends called in to defend you? Are they listening?
6: Maybe they couldn't
1: find you. Even we couldn't find you. WJFK.com. It's not that hard.
6: We're on there. Actually, we're on yardstick of death.
1: That's mine. That's where you need to be. That's what he needs to learn. Mm-hmm. That's his That's his cure-all. All right, Mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm getting this. Adam, or Loverboy, if you need some extra um, money, apparently you can sell these pills for two bucks each at school and make a pretty good little living. Yeah. <laughs> but I Terrible. Well, that's the truth. Dubs takes it recreationally. I do not.
6: Okay, we're going to mail them to you.
0: Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, I love you, Ma.
6: Love you, too.
1: Love you, lover boy. Love you, too. All right, you love bye. you, Ma. Bye. Hey. Jesus Christ. With LFA
0: and J-Dubs. J dubs Mixed tape. Spike TV
1: hungry for gorging contests. Of course, the male-targeted network, uh, Spike TV, men. they have struck a deal with Major League Eating. You know why? Because dudes like it. MLE, see, that makes it sound legit, MLE. MLE St. Patrick's Day Chowdown on March 17th. They're going to have foods in the preliminary rounds, okay? So there's going to be a prelims and a finals. Mm-hmm. In prelims, you eat corned beef and cabbage and beef tongue. That's dudely. And then in Good the, for you, Spike. In the finals, you eat green donuts, during which the top two eaters from the earlier rounds will face off. And it will happen to air from 7 to 8 later on that day.
2: I can't wait to watch this on Spike while I'm flexing,
1: because I'm a man. I'm a man who likes Spike TV. Well, here's what the general manager says. Guys are hungry for new and exciting sports. Yes, dudes are. On television, and they're craving for that gut-busting action. Now, it drives me crazy when they call this stuff sports. They are now saying that eating is a sport. I've sweat while I eat. I've done that. I'll tell you what, but I don't consider it a sport. No one wins there. Just because your gallbladder and liver are having issues, that doesn't necessarily mean that you all of a sudden need your own letter jacket. Can you letter in eating? Is it possible?
2: If you saw me in the cafeteria in high school, I would have. I would have my freshman year. I did a thing where I would take everything, the chicken nuggets, the fries, and the roll, and cram it
1: all into one. And make me a lunch ball. (laughs) What did you need? You just needed a blender so that you could liquefy it. Oh, I loved it. Eating is not a sport. Otherwise, I think I could be in the majors at this point. I think I have been able to, over the course of my existence, put in the time, work my way up the system. You're a marathon eater, though. I see you eat,
2: and you eat a lot, all day long. Come on. I'm not saying you eat, you know, a, a huge amount every time, but you eat a lot during the day
1: now if you're going to encourage this
2: mm-hmm. if you're going
1: to encourage gluttony mm-hmm. if you're going to encourage reckless behavior why don't you go out and spike tv next thing competitive drunken driving the dudes love it as a dude you're down
2: as a dude i'm very down
1: competitive person actually let's take it to that already let's take it to the streets and let's see what happens well, I, i'm going to guess that spikes
2: knows what men like because it is Men's Network. Why are you acting like you are the authority on men and dudes? I'm not. Spike is. And I watch it because they know what I like. I know you are a little femme over there, and uh, you, you're
1: a little uh, light in the loafers, as they say. But I'm a man. How about this? Now, next on Spike, mm-hmm. competitive leukemia. Let's let's take it to the level. Oh, why not? These guys are killing themselves with blood sugar and carbs and cholesterol. Let's go ahead and take it to that level.
2: I can't wait to watch this on Spike TV nude while
1: doing squats. Because I'm a man. Well, in that case, you're going to love Spike TV's brand new uh, show. What is it? Uh, competitive Glory Hole Marathon. Ooh! That's next. That's a doodly thing. Coming up on Spike. I know. With LFA and j Dubs mixtape. The big things being patriotic. All right, you got to be patriotic in this uh, in this country. Oh. Dubs, the truck of patriots. That is what Chevrolet is uh, shooting for. They have decided that the Silverado is no longer like a rock, and instead they've got John Cougar Mellencamp, <laughs> who's soon to be released anthem our country will be the background for the new campaign one of the first ads is filled with images of historic moments in recent american history rosa parks on the bus (laughs) martin luther king jr speaking the aftermath of september 11th hurricane katrina devastation so and ends with the tagline this is our country this is our truck
2: So Rosa Parks in it, shouldn't the tagline be uh, we take a backseat to no
1: one? I guess they could have worked it somehow and thought about it a little bit more. Now, what do you think about the use of, like, images from 9-11 and Katrina to sell stuff? Despicable or no?
2: I think... It, you know, it, it's not a patriotic thing when you're buying
1: a truck. You're buying the best quality. Oh, contraire, mon frere, because according to this, they say people still trust American pickup trucks. Ha! The American pickup is what we're still good at making in this country. We are not. And our goal is to own the hearts of American pickup buyers, according to General Motors, General Director of Advertising and Sales Promotion.
2: So bringing up visions of people getting, you know, killed on 9-11 makes you think, yeah, a truck is what I need. I, I need I
1: need to burn up more oil and uh, send that over the Middle East. No, 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 no. According to the new, um, this is our country, this is our truck, this new truck's good for the environment and good for the neighborhood because it runs. I'd, I love it. What's well, got all these new American amenities? You good. know, things that scream American values. Is
2: it a dually? And when I say dually, does it just have dual seats so uh, we can put our American
1: fat asses in there? Well, that has the new standard of French fry holders. Mmm. Because you know how it is when you're driving around with your super big gulp and there's no place to put your uh, French fries? Actual French fry holders. American amenity. Finally, I don't have to use
2: my shirt. Just pulling <laughs> and, that out, using it as like a little fry hammock.
1: Isn't that the worst whenever you sit there and you try to put things between your legs? <laughs> And you're always burdening yourself. You're always dropping things and eating the fries, I don't know, months later in your case. If it's an American truck, I think you should have
2: a, uh, a microwave over where the glove box is so I can put my big hungry man meal in it. American, American amenity. One pound of food, blank effers.
1: Well, it is now. This is our country. This is our truck. The new patriotic truck. You think of any other American amenities?
2: How about Calvin doing number one on everything? American, oh, that's amen- a nice, good American thing.
1: That is true. He doesn't hold <laughs> back. He's always got to go. That's what's on. How about
2: instead they did the Eddie Bauer edition for a while? How about this time this American? We'll do the uh, the Lee Greenwood edition. American amenity. And this isn't a song, this is the hum of the engine. You just hear this coming right out of the out of the tailpipe. Tomorrow, all
0: the I'd work for all my life. American I Amenity.
1: I know one of the good things about the new patriotic truck from Chevy is that it's built for the working man. You can fit up to uh, 12 Mexicans in the bed, so you can pay them two <laughs> hours an hour to build your pool. Uh, bad, new deck. bad news, though. If you get the black models, you only get three fifths of the bed. <laughs> and gas mileage. American
2: amenity. America. Tim in the three fifty two. What's up, Tim?
0: Hey, What's going on? What you hey, got? So, what
5: better to uh, support Americanism than the uh, the future progression of consumerism? It gets you to go to work, so you can make money, so you can buy more stuff that you don't need, so you can
1: go back to work and buy more stuff that you don't need. Does gas and pollute the planet? That is that is hands down the greatest uh, American. uh it is the My definition. Yeah, no, nah, I hear you.
2: Let's go uh, to Pinchy in the 440.
0: Hey, guys. Hey,
5: hey. you know how some cars have breathalyzers in them that won't let you start the car unless you pass the breathalyzer test? Yeah. This car is actually has a, a scale built into the seat that won't let you
3: start unless you weigh at least 300 pounds.
1: American <laughs> <amenities>. <laughs> Guaranteed. We gotta have those good old American values. John in the 352. What's up, John?
5: not much i was just saying you know they ought to make a john wayne model and it should have a gun holder up front for you so you don't have to stick it underneath your seat or reach in the back window to get it
1: you know i say this i think one of the american amenities is that you can have your revolver go out from any point american American amenity just put it out there how about this a literal bitch seat right in front ironing board so she can finally get something done while you're driving american amenity Something for the women in this truck. Our country, our truck. Troy Cornwallis in the three fifty two.
3: <laughs> yeah,
6: man, I got my truck on forty fours. I run over to them little Honda Civics, man. Them little nasty, my lawnmower looking cars.
1: Now here's what's interesting about the new. This is our country. This is our truck from mm-hmm. Chevy. Um, it's so powerful it can tow up to five Toyotas. So you can round them up and put them in car camps. <laughs> American <laughs>
2: Amenity. Send those cars back to where they came from car camps
1: I just think the fact that they're uh, using September 11th and Katrina devastation Mm -hmm. makes me proud
2: well I mean they they throw the the Katrina in there to show they're flooding the market with them
1: it's just a smart thing to do (laughs) the ads will be debuting I believe this weekend on Sunday Night Football are you kidding me? no this is for real (sighs) Thank uh, God for uh, DVR. The cab is uh, extra extended for your one week weekend a month with the kids. Mm-hmm. American <laughs> Amenity. Well, the best thing about this new, this is our country, this is our truck by mm-hmm. Chevy. Um, the radio doesn't get any frequency other n- under uh, 92.1, so you don't accidentally uh, find the NPR. That or it filters out reggaeton. Yeah. American, American Amenity. Rumba free. Sorry. Let's go to Lori in the 407. What's up, Lori?
5: Nothing. I was
6: just thinking that if you're going to have this patriotic American truck, Mm -hmm. we also have to have a fast food tray with maybe a condiment server.
1: You know, I don't know why they haven't already just gone ahead and put ketchup, mustard, and especially for Americans, a lot of mayonnaise right there uh, next to the radio dial. American American. amenity. That's why
2: you know how uh, people are so lazy now they have all their controls on their their steering wheel. Just put the, the little pumper right there.
1: I can't tell you how many times I'm almost got in a car accident trying to open one of those slippery ketchup bags. Those little packets. Why
2: do you need ketchup while you're driving? Just eat the food as it comes. Well, because I need to be
1: able to lick my fingers later and take uh, my hands off the steering wheel. That's why. It's good absent comment in the 407.
5: All right. How about this terrorist hunting permit printed directly on
0: the back of the car. No need to buy the decal.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why? American yeah. Amenity. I'd be shocked if there wasn't a huge American flag just like already like tinted onto the back window. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, whatever. There's nothing wrong with being patriotic. Nothing at all. Mike in the 407. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the air. Yeah, I
3: was wondering. Instead of an asterisk, that truck actually came with a dip cup. <laughs> American <laughs> amenity. <American. laughs>
1: Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than having to roll down your window and spit your dip or true out. No. There should be like a little uh little like funnel and hose that leads right out to the bottom. Well, this is our country, this is our truck. Yes. How about a nice little straw that connects around like it's one of those beer hats that you can spit it out and it just goes flying out the back of the cab. So, so you're driving around looking like uh Superman. You're right. It's like you're <laughs> driving with that little straw uh <laughs> except your uh, big American truck is your wheelchair. Yes. The wild hawk in the four hundred seven. Hey, wild hawk! Uh,
3: this, this new Chevy has—they've ha, come up with a new technology uh, called negative gas mileage. <laughs> uh, what well, you just pour gas in your car, and like a gallon of it spills on the ground before you can like actually
0: start filling up. American that Amenity.
1: That is true. That's one of the things. Mandatory. Just spraying the gas around on the floor, mm-hmm. just to make sure, just to remind, remind, uh, remind everybody who's boss. You did a tap dance in it first. You're not at all ashamed that we're having this? Um, you'll see the ads at the on the Sunday Night Football. I think that's where they de- they're debuting it with the K- Katrina thing, the nine eleven. And according now, mind you, it's a blog. I mm-hmm. actually got the story from the New York Times, but according to the blog that that pointed me to the New York Times, originally, and there's no joke. There was a nuclear bomb going off in one of the, <laughs> the ads.
2: Well, the, the, the truck is the bomb. That's what they're trying to say there.
1: American <laughs> American Clinton
2: in the 407. Protecting you from fallout.
5: Yeah, hi, guys. Hey, you know, you're talking about how for the advertisements they are showing all the uh, catastrophes that have helped form America. Um, I think after they show Katrina and September 11th, they should finish up with clips of the inauguration of George
1: W. Bush. <laughs> well, why not? Just reminding us uh, how we got to this point. Let's go to uh, Frank, the tow truck guy in 352. Hey, Frank. I hope you get a lot of these. Hey,
5: guys. Here you go. Every one should come standard with some of those chrome
1: testicles you got hanging from the truck. <laughs> instead, instead of the uh, the the,
2: uh, the tow ball, it's just two.
1: Yeah. It's two cajones. American, American, American amenity. Joe in the 407. I like the idea of them being gold, too, just bragging about how much we have. <laughs> Joe.
3: Hey, yeah, I think it should have a racist horn on it that says, like, get out of the way, wet back, or get out of the way, towelhead. <laughs> American <laughs> Amenity. Or is
2: that, uh, Johnny Rebel? Whenever you press the ability, the horn, it just plays Johnny Rebel.
1: <laughs> the reparations song? Yes. <laughs> all right, I did not even think of that. Uh, yeah, all right, here, you hit the horn, and then all of a sudden you get a little of this. <laughs>
5: you go again talking about reparations <laughs> out of the way there you go again talking about something else free <laughs> there you go again talking about reparations well listen to me you ain't nothing for
1: me now, here's the thing, too. He said towel Head or mm-hmm. webback. That's written backwards, just like ambulance, so that you can see it coming up in your rear view. <laughs> American amenities. Let's go to the admiral. What do you got, admiral? I was thinking of, uh, I've got two things. of uh, Either a, a pre-fitted flight suit with a mission accomplished banner put in there. You know what? That is brilliant. Instead of having the bumper stickers, I say one of the new American amenities is just burned onto the back bumper: mission accomplished. You know what's even better? Hmm. They do the commercial, uh, but
2: they and you know how they are able to superimpose stuff and everything. They have the Chevy truck flying onto the uh, the flight deck, and uh, George Bush stepping out of that thing. Why not? American, American. amenity.
1: Um, K Mike says. This truck don't run on gas. It runs on the blood, sweat, and tears of the U.S. working man. American Amenity. Uh, that's the Mexican working man, where mm. I believe it's made. So, that's the whole NAFTA thing. Dan on the 904. What's up, Dan?
5: Hey, uh, I got a, I got two. One, instead of your, uh, armrest in the center console, it's a beer cooler, <laughs> and the seating is on the fly toilets.
1: American amenity. Why I'd actually be into that. That's something I would like. Yeah, because what's the point of pulling over and going, I'm too lazy for that. Not lazy. Just don't want to. <laughs> uh, all right, Pedro says, now this new Chevy, this is our country, this is our truck, mm-hmm. GPS tracking system. You're dialing up directions for mm-hmm. Kissimmee. Only gives you directions to Iraq, just for no reason. American amenity. All the GPS things to send you directly to Iraq. Crack monkey in the 407. What do you got, crack monkey?
5: Yeah, I think every truck should come with a yellow ribbon supporting the war.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it will. I mean, that's to be said. In fact, they only come in yellow. Mm -hmm. So when it wraps around a
2: tree,
5: you're still supporting your country. (laughs) American America. With LFA and (laughs) J-Tubs. Mixtape.
2: My mom drunk dialed me during the last uh, commercial break. She was what? Yeah, she uh, called me and said, hey, I'm drinking. No. Yeah. That's awkward. This yeah. is your mom, the janitor. Right? Yeah, my mom, the janitor, after a long day of scrubbing the floors, decided to uh, have a few drinks. And then call her son. Yeah.
1: Put her and on the... When, she, whenever, call her.
2: No. Let's call no, her. No, she's drunk. I'm not calling her.
1: She's... <laughs> I, if you... You could say... I'm going to ask you... I want you to think about... How great and amazing radio this would be! God damn it! I just want F you. you. All right, I'm doing it. I
2: owe you one, bitch. I owe you one, big time. <laughs> Hi, mom.
6: Hi, Justin.
2: Hi. <laughs> oh, thank you for calling me by my name too. I
1: appreciate that. It's J <laughs> uh, Dubs. J Dubs and O'Hefe and Dubs is mom. You're on the air. It's the Hideout. What? <laughs> I
6: can't hear you now.
2: Are you
1: driving?
6: What? Are you driving? no
2: are you going to drive
6: no
2: okay
1: i understand you've had a few pops tonight yeah nice what, what time did you get started eight sweet nine what do you what's what, Uh do you have a drink power hours yeah what's what's the drink of choice tonight uh, Rosa,
6: Tequila Man. Rosa stuff. <laughs> I drank the whole fifth.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're a heavyweight. What can I tell you? What, uh, so what are your big you're plans? you proud of yourself tonight. What are your big Try plans what? for tonight?
6: I can't hear. What
2: are your plans for tonight?
6: Turn it down. Where are you? I'm at home. I mean, I'm at Tim's.
1: What? Her boyfriends. <laughs> oh, uh, Tim's? Yeah. yeah. But I can't hear nothing because he keeps
6: hearing the
1: radio way up. Um, what, what do you... They're like they're 15. <laughs> what What do you and Tim got planned for tonight, Mrs. Dubbs? Uh,
6: you don't want to know.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you had a little alcohol, because you got a little alcohol, you're probably thinking this is going to be the night we go around the world, right? Yeah. <laughs>
6: Right.
1: I I hear the mood music. Yeah. I don't think you can hear
0: us.
6: <laughs> I can't hear you guys because of
1: it. Right. <laughs> well, uh and yeah. that'll it's be that'll be masking the moans. Um uh, <laughs> Well, Save I would punches. I just, uh, I just heard that you were having an outstanding time in Fowlerville this evening, and we had to get you on the air. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. outstanding. <laughs> so just call. Uh, all right. Well, Mrs. Dubs, thank you for joining us in the hideout. Bye. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. One more, one more thing. Are you there still?
6: Yeah.
1: Can you talk in a British accent for us? No. No. Come on, just try, please. I don't even know British. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, sweetie. Thank you. Bye, Mom. Bye.
2: God damn, she's a retard.
0: <laughs> that was epic. <laughs> I tell you what.
2: You
1: wonder where I get it from. Oh, you dog. That was priceless. Doug? <laughs> that <There's> a dog. <laughs> All right. Cousinator said we should have played Eat It or Beat It with Dubs' mom. <laughs> I think Tim's going to be doing that. <laughs> it's the hideout 106.7 <laughs> WJFK the hideout with
0: lfa and j dubs <laughs> mixtape
1: dubs here's the thing i need to find out ways to defend myself from spinach because spinach is now uh, target number one for the united states of america the war on spinach has begun And I'll tell you this, unlike the war on terror and the war on drugs, I plan on winning this war. Well, I've been winning this one from day one. I've never had a mouthful of spinach in my life. Which, by the way, I only thought it came on pizza. Spinach Alfredo pizza, that's the only way I've ever known it. I've never, I don't think I've ever had one bite of it in my life. You should try it. I think right now you try spinach. It's the perfect time, you can get it anywhere. Dubs anyway, we need to protect ourselves. And uh, thank goodness for CNN and Dr. Sanjay Gupta here to give us a little update. Hideout Download.
4: The FDA is calling this a significant outbreak. The numbers increasing over the weekend. 109 cases now of E. coli infections in people who ate spinach. Uh, 19
3: states now infected. A 77 year old woman has died in Wisconsin. Well,
1: wait a second, Dubs. Hold the presses. A 77-year-old woman has died. Uh-oh. Hideout download. There's also unconfirmed reports that a 23-month-old toddler may
3: have
0: also succumbed that no, Why is fair. a
1: toddler eating spinach? Now it's not fair, and I'll tell you why it's not fair. It's one thing to kill old people's spinach, but if you're going to start killing our children... Spinach is a baby killer. Finally all of my research in my twenty eight years is now finally coming true that indeed french fries are better for you than spinach I, I in
2: this day and age right now yes that's you'd the, be correct that's the way I've been living my life and it's <laughs> good to see that it's finally been backed up all right how about this chewing on Rock Hudson's uh, corpse is that safer Jesus
0: chewing <laughs> <Did laughs> on the leg chewing on a <laughs> bag of spinach right now I'm gonna have to say yes to be perfectly honest not
2: even being a shock jock. I think you could be right. Hey, Glamazon in the 407. What's
1: up, Glamazon? Oh, my
6: God, I'm so terrified. I left the mall, and I didn't
5: look in my back seat. There's a bag of... Run! 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 Get out of there, honey!
1: I can't even stand on the phone with her. A car freak says, kids, it's official. It's safer going diving with stingrays than (laughs) eating spinach. And when those days are here, I never thought I'd see it. I never thought I'd live this long. You know why? Why? I didn't eat enough greens. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised. And
0: <laughs> tape. And <laughs> tape.
1: I guess, should we set it up first, or do we just talk to him and let him tell the story? This was, let me tell you really quickly. Dubs and I, not real big fans of uh, Bill O'Reilly. Not at all. For a number of reasons. One of the main reasons was right here on WJFK up until, what, like six months ago? Yeah, he was on here. He was on the station, and he was what you would call a radio roadblock.
5: Radio roadblock.
1: And a radio bully. Yeah. I mean, he would
2: bully around a lot. Like, he bullied his way onto the station. He got reassigned to a different... Uh, time, slot, time slot. Our he, old one. Yep, and he got bullied. He bullied
1: himself back into middays. And yeah, so if 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 you think anything, it's, you know, Bill O'Bully, mm-hmm. I guess, if you wanted to call him. So I didn't like him for the plain and simple fact that I thought he ruined the radio station middays. Well, yeah,
2: it, 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 there's a whole flow of uh, male talk going on in the station. Comedy-oriented. Yeah. yeah, and, uh, you know... It was, some people find
1: O'Reilly funny. I don't, not very many. Well, I think he's running a bit. And that's what I want to talk to our guest about. Because I. Him, Limbaugh, Savage, any of these right wing radio guys, I think they're running a bit. I don't. I can't honestly believe that they believe what it is they're saying. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy just to get on. To me, they're shock jocks. We get labeled as shock yeah. jocks, but whenever you listen to them, you're thinking they're shocking and jocking, mm-hmm. and I don't buy it. So let's go ahead and bring Mike on. Mike Stark from the website CallingAllWingnuts.com. Mike, you there?
3: Hey, yeah, I'm with you. How are you guys?
1: I'm good, man. Right. Hey, thanks for joining us on a Saturday night, my man. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I we saw this news story of what's going on between you and Bill O, and we had to have you on to praise you, because. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. I think it's awesome because we'll be honest. I mean, Dubs and I, we we lean left. You know, I I guess we lean left more than anything else. Um, You know, and being on the radio a lot of times too. Unless it's an FM talk show or a rock morning show, it's all these right wing AM talk shows. And we're going to get to your website in a second, calling on Wingnuts.com. But first, talk about why you were in the news this past week with Bill O'Reilly.
3: Man, there's there's a long history there, but, uh, you know, the most recent history is over the summertime, I uh, visited his house after he decided that, uh, you know, these ambush interviews at people's mm-hmm. homes were a kosher thing to do. I decided that, uh, you know, if he could do it to other people, he could just as easily have it done to him. So so I went out to his house, but I kind of upped the ante a little bit. I, I don't know if you folks know about the sexual harassment lawsuit that was filed. Of course,
2: with the falafel.
1: Yeah, and uh, you explain that really quickly, what happened with, because we know about it, but I don't know that everyone knows about bill o'reilly in this sexual harassment lawsuit yeah he used to
3: uh... sit up late at night touching himself and he'd call this young producer that worked for him and uh... you know do that sick thing into the phone and when he got all done he he, he she, she said bill you gotta stop this it's not welcome da 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 da, da.
1: now is and this alleged or is this actual court fact
3: well yeah. you know it's, it, it's both i mean it was put in a pleading all right so we'll say he a...
1: allegedly touched himself to this
3: just to yeah, cover yeah, ourselves. It, it, it never went to trial because it was settled. Yeah, but the they, lawyer puts something in a pleading and tells the judge that it happened. Right. You know, he's on the hook for perjury if it didn't happen. So.
0: Right, gotcha.
3: So, so uh, I mean, it's it's a pretty strong case there. Right, so, no, um, go ahead, my man. It, and, and also, man, I've been running all all over God's green earth telling people that he's done this, and uh, if he hadn't done it, he could sue me for defamation. He doesn't want to talk about this thing at all. So.
2: all right. All right. Now, so let's. Uh, let's now, now, what you did when you uh, went to his house was you uh, you uh, put together a I little care package. These, uh,
3: court filings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these court filings. I mean, the stuff in there is just absolutely salacious. I mean, it's it makes. It puts Desperate Housewives to shame what, what he was doing to this girl. And, uh, you, you know, I, I put all these pleadings in, like, 30 envelopes and gave them to 30 of the neighbors. He put them on their car windshields and porch steps and whatnot. And then I printed up a bunch of signs, too, painted a bunch of signs. Yeah. All right. Now, uh,
1: wh- now here's, the th- here's the thing. While we got you on real fast, by the way, we are talking to Mike Stark calling on wingnuts.com. He's... Uh, him and Keith Oberman battling Bill O'Reilly, and we'd like to get in on it, too. Now, we pulled the video. We saw this video on Google of you putting together all these packages and I stuff. I believe it's falafel-bill.mov. Um, yeah, that's the one. All right, we're going to play this for people that haven't heard it. We encourage them to go Google it. So hold on for a second while we play this hideout download of Mike Stark. Uh and his uh his trip to Bill O'Reilly's house. Hideout download.
3: Hi, my is Mike Stark. I'm a political activist, I'm a blogger, and I'm going to tell you a story about Bill O'Reilly, the yearly Coast convention,
1: and the networks. JetBlue and the radical left. That is the subject of this evening's oh, talking points memo. As is our policy, we contacted JetBlue last week to ask why. Why would it sponsor a hateful website? I had no answer. So we sent Factor producer Jesse Waters out to see JetBlue CEO David Barker.
4: Hey Mr. Varger. Jesse Waters with Fox News. How are you? Right, hold on. Fox he sounds up. like he's
2: uh,
1: reporting for his uh, high school newspaper. Yeah, he sounds like he's about to say, boom <laughs> goes the dynamite. He's just this young kid that they throw a, a big suit on that he's too small for, and a microphone, and he's bothering the jet blue dude outside of his Manhattan house. Uh, uh, apartment, yeah. Yeah, apartment. All right, here we go. Hideout Download. Good
4: morning. Good morning. You mind if we ask you a few questions? But don't you think your sponsorship is kind of a tacit endorsement of this kind of thinking? I think just
1: the ability to leave my apartment. And, and, and do that freely, and go to work is really what I'm trying to do. You
3: know, when I saw this, when I saw Bill actually send a camera crew this out is to a subject song, I was a little bit surprised, but I, I really wasn't startled. And that's because he once threatened to come to my home. If you want true no-spin facts about this uh, case, you can't do better than MediaMatters.com. That uh, oh,
1: oh, 90% of the callers are good. And then you get nuts. And we should go to their house. We should all go. Because I can get their addresses when they call in, we can trace them. Right, down. So now, Stop it there. Stop it there.
2: <laughs> We've worked in radio for a long time, ten years. Yeah, if you are, you know, uh, taking calls as frequently as a show like Bill O'Reilly does, he sits there and pounds his chest, and then uh, takes a bunch of calls that pounds his chest with them. And it, it, yeah, you can. I guess you can really track down these people if you try hard enough. Yeah, if
1: you do a caller ID and a reverse search, maybe. But, yeah, but we sit here and we. Kept
2: taking our fair share of hate calls. Who would take the time to look up people's address?
1: Well, we had someone that worked for our show that did that, and they probably got fired. Yeah. So you can't do that. Mike uh, from CallingOnWingNuts.com. Uh, Did you ever fear of him coming to your house and messing with you?
3: No, no, I've never feared it. But uh, I I can tell you, I didn't include in that video the uh, next step in this, in which he actually did do that. He got the caller ID, and he uh, had Fox Security call people that called into his place, see what had happened. I remember this story. Yeah,
2: it was a guy guy in Orlando, I thought, too.
3: Yeah yeah I I organize people through uh calling on wing I organized <laughs> like uh, 30 people to call into the show and tell them how much they like the Keith Olverman. so
0: Right that's and- awesome
3: And, and, you know, after, like, the 20th person got through on a Thursday afternoon, he went nuts and said, you know, you're going to be getting a visit from your local authorities. You're going to be in (laughs) trouble, (laughs) Right. I mean, he used to be a teacher. I I guess he taught junior high, and he just never Mm -hmm. actually grew out of that mentality. Right. I mean, that's exactly how he treated the whole thing. And Fox News actually did call some people back and, uh, you know, try to intimidate him a little bit. Now he got involved, and uh, we showed him to be the paper tiger that everyone knew they were. And, uh, you know, Bill, uh, what do you call it? Keith Holman did a piece on his show. Every time Fox or Bill O'Reilly or any of these people try to, uh, you know, escalate, it it ends up haunting them. Because they were wrong in the first place, and then they're only more wrong when they escalated. You you know what I mean? So so it's really amusing to me. I mean, no, I've never feared...
2: And this really Man helped out this really helped out Keith Olberman too uh because he, he was fairly new to this whole Well he'd uh, been in it
1: for a while but yeah, you know he had been struggling and then once he started going after Bill the show took off we're fans of Countdown I watched probably about four episodes of it on dvr this morning so i'm loving oberman and what he does the other funny thing about this too is being in radio you do get those calls of like normally we would hate you uh we would hate you mike but it's great because you're doing it to o'reilly and all these right wing you know wing nuts like you call them let's we're going to continue uh with more of the hideout download of your video and we'll talk a little bit more with you too mike stark from CallingAllWingnuts.com. the uh blogger slash activist who's getting into it and really getting under Bill O'Reilly's skin. And you're going to hear, too, when he goes to, uh, to Bill O's home. By the way, we edited this just a little bit, cutting out, you know, the non-audio parts, because it is a video. Hideout download. And then we should all go over and surprise them. So falafel Bill has
3: decided that he can provide accountability moments by confronting people at their homes. I don't necessarily disagree. Beep reach her official at Bill O'Reilly on Fox News Channel. Please leave a brief message on your thank news as soon as possible. Thank you. My name is Mike Stark. I'm trying to reach Fox News and Bill O'Reilly in particular. I have some questions regarding, uh, you know, Bill O'Reilly sponsors and how happy they are to be sponsoring a person who's been accused of sexual harassment with, uh, with, with falafel. He talks about rubbing her up and down with falafel in the shower. And I did a little experiment. I brought falafel into my shower and just rubbed it on. Well, it fell apart. So, so I'm curious, Bill, if Bill has any, uh, you know, secrets. Is is there a way to use falafel in the shower that that keeps it from falling apart? I wonder if your neighbors heard about this Andrea Macris thing. One if of your neighbors
1: with daughters would be concerned that they has been a pervert living in their neighborhood. And this, it goes to the montage of you taking around all of the... Uh the things that you put together. Is that the end of what we have, Dubs? No, we got a little bit more. We got him walking
2: up to, uh, Bill O's home, which I'll give it to, uh, O'Reilly. It is a fairly modest home for how much money he does rake right in. Right. It doesn't look like it would be Bill O'Reilly's it's, house. And
1: the great
3: thing uh, is- hold on, guys. What's you, that? You didn't see- uh, I guess I didn't make the video, uh, expansive enough. It's waterfront and, uh, Oh, wow. It- yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, I can only re- a nice long dock. Okay, cuz like, I could I
2: could only see really the uh the um
3: the front. But it
1: looked like, you know, the beaver leave it to beaver's house. Yeah, cuz uh,
2: it was uh, a lot of it was covered by bushes and stuff from what the video showed. What I
1: love about it and you got to find this video online is just Google, I'm sure Mike Stark and Google and you'll be able to find the video. If, is billow walks out in his red shorts and his lounging t-shirt with his flip-flops, and your man, head, no makeup. Yeah, I,
3: mean, I don't know how his wife wakes up to that. Every yeah, it, it, he's it, just it blotchy.
1: Yeah, it's just. All right, here we go. But here's, I guess, you confronting him, uh, just talking to him.
3: Hideout, download. Bill O'Reilly's
0: home.
3: Mr. O'Reilly, this is your accountability moment, sir. I was wondering if you could take a walk with me.
1: Just looking at him. Just wanted to walk through your neighborhood.
3: My name's Mike Stark. I'm with Calling All Wingnuts. My property. <laughs> you can ask me to leave, and I would happily leave.
1: Take hey, Grandpa,
3: Mr. O'Reilly. How'd you keep the falafel together in this hour? <laughs> Do you have any female producers? The paper he bashes on pretty much a daily basis. <laughs> right. He subscribes to and gets out his stuff. The the other thing you need to know about this, which is kind of a funny sidelight to this, um, I got a uh, second place in uh, Overman's worst person in the world uh, bit the, the uh, day after right. I did this. Right. Well, why know, would I, you Why would
2: you get second place in I worst do- person?
3: Well, because you know the, the way Overman put it was. Uh, you know there are things good guys just don't do. Leave them alone in private. Leave them alone in their home. But uh, the guy that got third place was Russ Limbaugh, and I've got a history with Rush, too. And uh, first place, worst person in the world, Little Riley. That's awesome. So, all right,
1: no, we're talking. Let me reset who we're talking to. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We're talking to Mike Start. Uh, Mike Stark, com, And his uh, his website's
2: pretty cool. There's like a whole section on how to get through on these uh, right-wing talk stations and everything. And it, the, the uh, guide you put together is pretty dead on. Us working in radio, we've worked behind the scenes, uh, phone screen and everything. Basically, you can say whatever, and they'll put you up. And then, you know,
1: you, especially like a, a local show, they'll throw you up and you'll be on mm-hmm. fairly soon. Yeah, no, it's, and we, you know, we have an association with our buddies Ron and Fez and also the Opie and Anthony show who have their hardcore fans called the Pests who do something very similar to what you do but to other morning shows. And it's great, the, uh, the callingallwingnuts.com because it is. It is a not one stop shop for how to screw with a radio show. Now, the reason you made the news this week. Bill Lowe's trying to get you kicked out of law school. Is that what's happening?
3: Wow, we didn't even get to that, did we? No. Uh, yeah. uh, what ended
1: up fun. happening was
3: right after this, uh, you know, he's right back on the air, saying, uh, you know, I'm not going to take it from these liberals anymore. I'm not going to take it from the c- secular progressives. When they step out of line, we're going to their house. We're going to where they live. We're not going to take it. So, uh, you know, I called up his radio show, and now because they got the caller ID, they always know it's me, and they don't put me on the air anymore. But I got through to the producer, and I said, you, you guys are still going to the houses well first of all a i want my signs back so (laughs) (laughs) i'd really like to get those back let me know how i can do that and b you know i've got his address i've got o'reilly's address i'm a blogger put this together guys i mean you're still going to people's homes why shouldn't i share bill's Address with uh you know all the bloggers I know that would like to go to bills home uh, and, here's the uh, thing that that, that to,
1: to me, me actually seems partly like i I understand the motivation that one to me almost seems dangerous putting that. but what's weird is no, you but, still well, have no, these right wingers who put out right.
3: I would never do it yeah,
2: but, but, what, 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 but what's stopping him because you know if, if O'Reilly's telling these people to go to other people's houses why aren't people free to go to O'Reilly's house what
1: made you finally decide Mike to say hey dude I'm standing up to O'Reilly I mean I've had enough
0: already
3: well, it just kind of evolved over time. I mean, the, calling on wingnuts right now is a little bit broken. I've I, I had trouble with the WordPress. I needed an expert to get in there and fix all that up. But what I, what what it generally is, and if you go into the archives, you'll see this. I actually recorded the calls that I made to these radio shows, and there was this little uh, widget that you could press play, and it would play the recording of my calls to these people. So, you know, I had been calling them for a year and listening to them for a year. If my baby was born, I was staying at home with the, the baby. I had all this time, and, and it, you know, it it was a dirty, secret little habit that I was actually ashamed of because it's so geeky at first.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll be honest. We think people who crank call radio shows are douches, uh, but, but we like you. You're yeah. great because you're on our side. Uh, well, well, I never really did cranks. I just, you know,
0: threw out some truth and watched the right. heads explode. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he was lying every single day,
3: and it was just so easy to uh, identify the lies and call up and kind of... Paint him into a corner and make him um, hang up on me <laughs> or whatever. So, so I uh, put all these uh, calls up online and people could listen to these things. And I, I guess it just evolved over the course of a year or two of uh, talking to this guy three times a week or so. Let me um,
1: let me say this really quickly, and because we're we're up on a break and you know we've had a blast talking to you. Here is what I think is awesome about calling wing uh, wingnuts, calling And I believe this. We usually keep it. You know, we don't get into politics too much on the show. We will occasionally, but it i think because you notice nowadays you cannot have a political discussion anymore it's just, it, it's not possible. People are yelling at each other. They're screaming at each other. No one listens to anyone. What are you even. talking about? It's red state versus blue state. It's, you know, you had the shout shows that were on. I mean, they still are with O'Reilly, but you had the crossfires and stuff like that. And I strongly believe where the political discourse started going downhill was in the 90s when Rush Limbaugh really made it big. And I think it all started with Rush, and I'll give him credit for it. Rush is right. And, And that is where it is devolved to where you have entire radio state, three radio stations in town that are right wing, that are just yelling. You know what I mean? And it's just anti this. It's us versus them. And I think that's all really started going bad with politics in America. And that's another reason I dig the site so much, because you're giving them some sort of hell. I mean, are you ever really going to win and change things? Well, and and, maybe. And what Mike says on the website is. Perfectly
2: true. That you know, in the end, you're gonna probably lose the argument because they have control control over how much volume they get and how much. uh, They can hang up anytime. Yeah, they can hang up any time. So you're going to. uh, They're going to get the last jab in. But if you if you mess with them enough. You'll, you'll wear them down Absolutely And I, I just
3: love well, I'll that. tell you this too I mean you, you gotta have a thick skin And always keep The tongue planted Firmly in cheek mm. And another video You might be able To find of mine Is at Crooksandliars.com It, yeah. it happened to, The uh, Ned Lamont thing I held the sign up Behind us uh, Hannity On his live television <laughs> Program that said uh, Hannity sucks ass You always gotta Keep your Sense of, You know It was great On his soul Even Hannity laughed at it Put it up on his website The next day right. You've always gotta Keep your sense of humor With these Guys, because it's got to be an act for these guys. These guys can't be seriously saying what they're saying. But and what's crazy
1: is these people in Middle America are buying it, and that's where it's that's where it's dangerous. Like we always like we attack a Marilyn Manson, or we attack you know just these you know movies and rap music. But it's these guys who I feel are running a bit. Actually, listen, they're no different than rappers because a lot of ra- Ice Cube, the wrestlers, you know, yeah, exactly, and they're running a bit. But all the sheeple are falling for it. And then you have this mentality of us versus them that's just helping them make more money with ratings and revenue.
3: They don't yeah, really no care. Doubt. I, I got to tell you, that it, it pisses me off. I mean, I'm angry about it. But at the same time, if I let that anger so through, you know, people are able to seize on that unhinged guy that's calling it But no, if you keep the sense of humor, they look like asses. You're making people laugh, you, you know, it's 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 just, uh, it, I guess it's maybe a technique, I don't know what to call it, but it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: Hey, man, we appreciate you, what's going to happen, you get kicked out, kicked out of law school or no?
3: <laughs> no, no, the uh, dean called me into his office and uh, said, there's no there, there. there's nothing, you know, you didn't do anything wrong, so uh, I don't think you have anything to He didn't
1: about tell
2: it. you to uh, lay back at all, He didn't give you any of that kind of advice?
3: Well, he gave me that kind of uh, little uh, thing about, you know, um... I think your means, you know, going out to the house may have been over the line. But, you know, I went right back at him. I said, listen, man, I'm an activist. As an activist, sometimes you got to step outside the little box of what society says is appropriate. you you got to do some things that uh, maybe um, make people sit up and take notice. But, uh, you know, I, I made sure I got counsel. I, I, I went out and got advice before I went out there from a lawyer and made sure everything I did was legal. So, I mean, I'm in great shape.
2: Would you mind next time you get on O'Reilly dropping our names? Yeah, we're gonna send you a T-shirt
1: so that way you can wear that you go to his house and be like, "What up, dude?" The high. It's out.
3: really hard for me to get on o- O'Reilly these days, but I'll drop your name somewhere. Maybe Hannity or something. Nice, <laughs> that'd be awesome. On uh, your sister station or anything? Do you guys have a sister station? I don't know how it works. Where? where we're at WJFK.
1: Right? It's all you know. It's all uh, CBS. It's CBS Radio. So you know. Uh-huh. I and. Mean, uh-huh. 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 Not one person messing with us. I think that really,
2: really upset some of the people at our station. And that's
1: why we never really became buddies with anyone (laughs) on real radio. That's why they ended up
5: taking us
4: Everybody sing along
0: Babble, Babble, bitch, bitch, rebel, rebel, party, party, sex, 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 and don't forget the violence, blah blah blah. Got your lovey, dovey, satin and lonely, stick your stupid slogan in. Everybody Fair